This is Lindsay Lohan, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. Hey, how you doing? This is uh, actress uh, Tilda Swinton, Day, and uh, you're listening to Live from the Barrage. I listen to it while I'm laying in a glass box, Day. Hey, yo! Take it ace! It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the garage. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to Live from the Garage. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said, oh, R. I am. That's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite with? radio station? Live from the garage. Look like at the cycle walks into this shit. <laughs> Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the garage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show for Christ's sake. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Come on, fucko, shoot. So, what do, you, what do you think? Do you think we should uh, we should do a new intro, or should we keep the old one? <laughs> I, I want to ask the I, chat um, box too. I think uh, I think that um, our our listenership is dwindling week by week, and it's not going to matter soon. <laughs> oh, really? We're losing people? Well, it's early in the show. Don't even look. Don't even look at how many people listen. I can't. I don't know where the number is, so it's okay. (laughs) I'm going to say three. Where's the number? Right there. All right, Ryan, uh, you're you're a little low. Uh, That's good. Welcome. A little low. We couldn't start a ska band with the amount of people that are listening. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody wants to start a ska band with Dave, please uh, log on to the chat box immediately. uh, And immediately... Commence picking it up. To boost the listenership, goddammit. It's I'm ridiculous. Gonna be, I'm going to be the skanker. In fairness, uh, people are probably listening in their cars where it's not counted. They're probably also uh, maybe coming in a little late waiting for uh, Kevin Kinney from uh, Driving and Crying. Right. So he's coming in a little later. Um, Kevin with no I. K-E-V-N. That's like a like a, a weird mobile app. Like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I just invented this new app. It's called Kevin. <laughs> uh, Dot Lee. <laughs> fake Chooch Nadian uh, has suggested the mess ska round for your, for your ska band. Don't think I haven't already copyrighted. Get the <laughs> fuck away from it. Mess around, of course. He has the domain. Dave's band is, uh, is uh, being resurrected, and they're practicing. Like the phoenix from the ashes. Yeah, beautiful thing. I, I, I thought excited. the mess around was going to die there for a minute. And it's Did you back. book a show yet? No, we're getting there though. But uh, we we uh, we've been practicing uh, on a regular. I think this is the most regularly we've ever practiced, uh, which I'm really excited. I don't think it's been four weeks in a row we've practiced, and I don't think that's ever happened. I, in the in the band started in '07. I don't think that's happened ever. So uh, it's good. We're like you know you know when you're um I think we're we're probably three quarters of the way through the transition to like your uncle's blues band where like you know you just like do it because you want to get out of the house (laughs) and you're like oh fuck it we'll play tuesday and we'll kahees i don't care (laughs) yeah it's under the tracks in valley street are you gonna have a uh, swanky 50 year old woman dancing in front of the stage the whole time with her bud light or uh she's not 50 yet but i mean (laughs) Uh, we have an announcement to make We're up to eight listeners. Eight. Yeah. yeah. 
He always looks at me when the gong goes off. I, Ryan loves the gong because you know I, I never. Rise out of it. It's been like a year and I haven't bo- bothered to download the cymbal crash and I just still have a gong. You can never do it now. <laughs> His big it's, smile on Ryan's it's face. Locked in. <laughs> it's locked in. Lock it in. Lock Wrap in. it up. <laughs> so stupid. Shut it down. This guy at work says all the time. Coming in tonight? Shut it down. Shut it, Shut it down. Take it easy. Shut it down. Uh, so we're back live from the Braja. Uh, Kevin Kinney of Driving and Crying and among, amongst other many musical Roots Rocks types projects. We'll be calling in later at about 8.30, hopefully. We'll talk to him and uh, ask him all sorts of inappropriate questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a lot of exciting news, actually. I'm, I'm, Tommy's not here yet, but... Uh, we have uh, days working on awesome guests. I don't know if you want to talk about that or you want to. We want to wait. Well, I mean, we could say uh, next week will be uh, Greg Turner from the Angry Samoans. Very uh, nice rock writer for Cream Magazine back oh. in the day. It, it should be a lot of fun. There's a lot of. Uh, he actually, uh, I will. Uh, I will definitely geek out on this one. So if you if you are not one of my fans for the show, you might want to uh, you might want to tune out because I might get drunk and start talking about my dad. Oh, no, <laughs> no, uh, no. Actually, I won't go there. But I mean, uh, I can remember- I tune out? I, I, I'm stuck here. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I, was gonna, I can't leave. I, you've, you've been you've been phoning it in for the past couple months anyway. I'm pretty sure you uh, you've got dad ears on when we, when uh, we uh, do this show. You're not really listening. I John Houlihan calling in next week. My life's falling apart. Speaking of me calling in, I called into. Uh, Conan's, Conan had a radio show on the actual radio, I guess. And maybe it wasn't on the... I don't know what it was on. Some kind of San Francisco thing where it's like, hey, Conan's here to take over the airwaves, everybody, and play music. And he asked me to call in. Why? I don't know. That's like suicide. It's crazy. But uh, we had a nice time on the air. I stayed on way too long. And he uh, was... It's a weird thing. Like, the radio show, you know how, like, 1010 Wins has the typewriter going in the background the whole time? And they have, like... I guess the premise is they're in a hot tub. So there's like this constant bong bubbling, <laughs> yeah, going on in the back, and I get on the and you hear it on the radio and it's annoying, and then you get on the phone and it's twice as loud and you can hardly hear anyone. You, all you can hear is this bubbling. It's like, ah, could you turn down the jets, please? Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, we're in a hot tub. I'm like, all right, but uh, it was What's a good time. Thank you, that? Conan. It was fun. Wait, good, that's it, Conan's. I don't know if it's gonna be, if it's if it's archived. No, it was Conan like. Took over some dude's show for two hours, so uh, I'll see if it's archived and put that up on you the page. Shouldn't broadcast or from a hot tub. That's like you're gonna get electrocuted. <laughs> That's dangerous. Yeah. That's really dangerous. I'd, I'd be, I'd be concerned the whole time. I'm like, oh shit! Exactly. I hope someone doesn't fall asleep. These, these mics aren't phantom powered, are they? <laughs> I would like to say that I did call in from a landline, not like you chooches. So take a take a page out of my book. Not everyone's got a landline. Yeah, landlines are over. You're living in the really? past. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you uh, did you mimeograph your uh, <laughs> exactly. your notes beforehand? <laughs> I had my notes on parchment. <laughs> the carrier pigeon. Yeah, Cardinal Stones. <laughs> Conan. Do you have one of those bundles where they throw you in a landline, like make you feel like you're getting a value? Yeah, I, I sent I sent the message to Conan on the teletype. Call into the radio for my Stop. Hello, operator. <laughs> Conan, Hello, stop. Hello, operator. Give me Flushing 5072. Sister has died. Stop. <laughs> the railroad will complete. Will be... Blah. Stop. Strike that. And so, Mabel has lupus. And we have, uh, we have uh, exciting things coming up. Um, uh, you're not going to believe this, this guest that we have coming up in the next couple weeks, maybe the next two or three weeks. Uh, what's that guy's name from the West Memphis 3? Damien. Come on, somebody help me out. Begins with an E. Damien, this is all for you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's He's, for you, Damien. You're not going to believe the guest that John can't remember the name. I can't remember the dude's name. <laughs> Damien Eccles. I don't believe it. Damien Eccles. <laughs> Damien Eccles will be calling this in to Live show. from the Garage. That's I'm incredible. not kidding. 
Thank you, Subtastic Dan. Dan gave me the lowdown last night. Dan read his book, said he was a great writer and all this stuff, and we're going to talk the shit out of him. So I was like, oh, we should get him in, and then I'm like, oh, what if he did it? I don't want him in here. <laughs> hey, my kids are upstairs. Who's watching them? Wouldn't it be worse if he Damian did- Damian Eccles. It would have been worse if he did do it. But then had no interest in your kids. And you're like, what the fuck's wrong with my yeah, kids? Yeah, right, <laughs> jerk. Wait, you don't want to? You don't want to satanically? Uh, you don't want to satanically uh, sacrifice my kids? They're so not good enough. They they actually did find the dude who did it, right? Like, and wasn't it like one of their somebody's uncle and he died or some shit? I don't know. I gotta do my research. I got two weeks. <laughs> Start by learning. His Break name. my balls. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so uh, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, uh, so chief, uh, tell me, uh, what's your favorite crocus tape? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to find out. He definitely has a favorite Crocus tape, no doubt about it. He layers the Slayer, that guy. So that poor guy was locked up for like 17 fucking years. God damn it. But uh, he's now uh, he's now out and uh, friends with Henry Rollins. Yeah, and probably so Eddie Vedder and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he calls him Hank. <laughs> yeah. Did he come out in a blo- in like an article? Like, did you anyone hear about this? He like wrote an article about uh, Michael Sam, uh, the football Jamie player. Nichols? No, Henry Rollins. Ah. And uh, he ended it with, and, and no one could really tell whether he was actually coming out or if it was like half a half of a, a joke or a point that he was trying to make. Come out as gay? Yeah, I mean he's he's a, he's got to be a gay man, right? What? Really? Yeah. Oh, I never I never thought of it. I never thought of that. <laughs> don't look at the chat I'm box. Not, They're not going to help you. I usually, I usually don't read articles that start with Henry Rollins. He's got a a pretty. Decent show on that, like the History Channel too, where he goes around and fucks around. Oh yeah, <laughs> everyone check that out. <laughs> the Henry Rollins fuck fucking around, around. Yeah, <laughs> fucking around with Henry it's Rollins. On the History Channel. They go to the Washington. This they go to the country. fucking uh, monument. They fuck around over there a little. <laughs> Thrown out. They go to Mount Rushmore. They fuck around up there. <laughs> I would watch that. Show. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. <laughs> you guys get down from there. Hey, we're fucking yeah. around up here. Don't worry about it. Take it easy. I think we should stop broadcasting and call Hollywood. Rushmore, we're going to melt those faces. <laughs> I'm here with Bob Mould. We're going to fuck around in the Hoover Dam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, he's, yeah, I don't know. He's just like the hosting it. He's kind of boring, but it's not bad if you want to fall asleep to a show. I, I never thought he was gay, though, Dave. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I have no idea. Well, there was always that. I mean, there was always the joke that he, and like him and Danzig, uh, but that was always, you know, just humor. But I, I, I'd heard rumors forever. I heard, uh, who was his, uh, who was the artist that he lived with that he was on that Unsolved Mysteries because he was like, he got killed? Robert Stack? No, there was... There was <laughs> <laughs> Why does no one remember this? There was an episode of the original Unsolved Mysteries that's about Henry Rollins' roommate's murder. Yeah, which was supposedly like super... Didn't you just like walk out the front door? Yeah, and like, like, or it was a home invasion or something yeah, like uh, that. Like They yeah. were living in D.C., I think, and it was, uh, it was bad, but... Uh, it was uh, no one's helping me on the chat box. No, are you listening to the fucking show, assholes? People, like, what? people are just making fun of me because they think that I think that Mount Rushmore is in Washington D.C. I do not think that. <laughs> uh, it's in like Colorado or some shit, right? <laughs> I don't know where it is. Was it Montana's? Take it easy. The Dakotas. Yeah, right. I'm like, no one's going there anyway. Look at his stupid faces on the mountain. Who cares? Five minutes. So I mean, that's if, why they did it to if get it was people like, to go there. If it was like right <laughs> off, if it was that's right the, off the highway. That's the point of a landmark. If it was right off the highway, I would go. Mm. I mean, I would just be like, okay, they yeah. can cross that off and say I saw that. But like, when are you, you know, gonna actually be in that area? I, I, actually, Jess has spent a lot of time in the Dakotas because of uh, when she was doing uh, competitive horse riding. Like, apparently, there's like a big circuit over there. Like that. I think that's the only thing that happens around there. Is whoever, the Black, the Black whoever, Hills. Whoever yeah. was president at the time that that work was commissioned. It's was, Calvin Coolidge. He liked, no, he he holidayed there. He had a home there and stuff. And 
so he was convinced to commission something. <laughs> Take a note, Grover Cleveland. If you're president, how do you not put your own face on that shit? It's you know, it's your it's your it's your term. You're like, yeah, hey, throw me up there. I put think it on the back. That's like a level of uh, you know, like a, it's unfinished. <laughs> they never finished it. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some space, that's right? Because I'm be- not up there yet. Damn right, it's unfinished. And that's what Crazy Horse is too. They be, uh, they started making a the big monument of Crazy Horse, which is even, right. It's like across the street. <laughs> I'm watching a man's just lower. Like, you you <laughs> just took a, two big slugs out of that bottle. After he like shotgunned a beer right before we went on. <laughs> Listen, I got my life's falling so apart. You're like a fucking Santa suit and some salmon away from the end of trading places. I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing fingerless gloves like a homeless man. I'm wearing a sweater with a a, a six point elk on it or something it's all falling apart i'm drinking whiskey straight out of the bottle what's wrong john i don't know man everything's everything's falling apart give, on me. give us some excerpt i got a new couch i saw the old one why didn't you bring it in here <laughs> yeah we could have like a guest you know i've done that before like bring an old couch in here and then i just can't wait to get it out because it takes up too much room and should i bring we the were, couch in here we were well, gonna nothing wrong with it we were gonna do the hot tub thing but conan beat us to it yeah <laughs> see like where are you gonna put it dave look around like Take a look around. <laughs> Let's get rid of the poker table. Busy sitting on your ass all day. You could get rid of this fucking desk over here. Yeah, I could. I could. You have like a good view of fucking... Where's he going to write all these jokes? Take out your fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy writing jokes. I've had two weeks. I haven't edited the podcast. I have, I'm two episodes behind and it will be three after this. I, I, I don't know. I can't use my computer at work anymore. Why not? Because my boss came in and I was smoking and watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> at, it was 10 o'clock at night like, What the fuck is he even doing there He just pops in Oh we're gonna walk around with my friend Show him the plant I'm like okay He's like you smoking here I go no And I put it out in a cup right there <laughs> And then uh, the, I had the computer Like halfway closed But like I, I watched the, the stupid show Like illegally on some weird website So I pause it And then it's like uh, So I, I figure I'm good And then it just goes like Hi, I started this website for one reason. Like one of these ads that I'm like, fuck. So he doesn't say anything to me, but then he said something to my uh, immediate boss. Like, you know, so now we have to keep the door open. <laughs> Not smoke. Let me ask you, honestly, have you ever uh, you ever rubbed one out at work? No. no never. Never. That's disgusting. But you're like by yourself for like a long period of time late at night. No, no, no. I'm always with another guy. <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> Snoodle time. No, there's always there's always two guys there at night. Thank you. I actually uh I tried to tweet this but they changed the headline, but it was about uh, uh one of the uh Washington Nationals pitchers and it said uh uh Nationals fister to rest uh due to inflamed elbow. <laughs> I just like <laughs> laughed like a like a ten year old for about twenty minutes. I'm looking for what he's saying. It was a J.O. session. It's over now. I suck at this radio game. I'm out of the game. Have you ever jerked off with another man in the room? No. Not like a, like a, like what? sleepovers or like tour? Uh, why would you posit that? No. Did, I'm <laughs> trying to think back to my Boy Scout days. From? <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, like just fishing when or? your mom who's a nurse goes and works the night shift and then she asks your uncle to come stay with you. And when, <laughs> That Ellen DeGeneres bit with no, the I mean, it's just like it, it's it's interesting to me because I've never had a job that allowed me to. Did kinda... you jo? <laughs> was it a jo session? I was mostly just keeping it going so you could <laughs> do the sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So anyway, 
Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Dovey's on the chat box saying, I J-O at work all the goddamn time. What, Dovey's, what, do, what do you do for a living? I'm curious. We'll see what he does. He's <laughs> he a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah, he works at the fucking porno store. Exactly. Porno store. They still have the those? Booths. Everything's on the internet now. We'll have to, Mario probably still goes to the porno store. Buy his Seika tapes. <laughs> for his Betamax. Is there, you know, is there aboriginal porn in Australia? <laughs> I don't know why. I no, I, th- I think it's all stolen ideas. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's the worst. Um, I want to yell at Mario when he gets in here because, like, I post, I'll promote the show on Facebook and go, hey, we got the guy from Driving and Crying coming in. And then he'll write, I got lots of stories. Like, saw, saw he's it. off topic constantly. He's the guy, like, if you write, like, hey, I'm going to uh, go see the dictators tonight, I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like what? There's no. He, he has no concept of emailing in a separate subject. He's no. He, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to separate a thread about something. Like you know. Be, oh no, he did it on purpose. He knows that because you're promoting the show, the most amount of people who care about the show are going to be reading it. So then he needs to position himself into that because he thinks that there are people that care about his life. Right. It's like so. It's like I have stories. It's like well, you're. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. Start a fucking podcast and start telling them. That's what. That's why you know he's like uh, he's he's a little uh, you know he's he's psychopathic. He, he it's he, he's an egomaniac. He's when a I was, sociopath. When I was he's like, all these things. I don't know. I'm no psychologist. He's so a megalomaniac. Right. Everything's about him. He just completely ignores the post and writes Mario, Mario, Mario. When I was in like first or second grade, there was a, a textbook and it was teaching you how to write paragraphs and how you have to stay on topic inside of the paragraph. And it was about George Washington crossing the. Delaware, and then just in the middle of it, it said, I had hot dogs for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to try to trick you? No, just to tell what, which one of these sentences doesn't belong here. <laughs> we don't know for a fact just that I he, had hot dogs for lunch. We, know, it was the we greatest. don't know for a fact that Washington didn't have hot dogs before he crossed the Delaware. <laughs> that's right. You can't, you can't disprove that. I puked in the parking lot of White Castle. That doesn't make any, that's, that doesn't make any sense, Mario. We're not talking about White Castle. Stay on topic, damn it. <laughs> I had sex on stage in Amsterdam, my friend. We know. What? It has nothing to do with uh, Actually, Kevin we Kenny from Driving and Crying that. calling in late. I don't know what the hell I'm going to ask this guy. Dave's got questions. Right, Dave? Yeah, I got. I got. I, I think I'm only going to need one. <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> Tommy says, uh, oh, I got pages and pages of notes, bro. And then uh, I get a text from him. I'm, uh, I'm in New Jersey traffic. <laughs> I'm going to be late, so. Great. I don't know where these notes are. Do you think he had to like deliver some T-shirts? I don't know what he's doing oh, in Jersey. Merch. We'll ask him when he gets here. It's probably merch related. <laughs> I still laugh when I think about when do you become a merch man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dovey's saying he's a Mario maniac. More Mario shows stories on the show, please, in all caps. I'm a Mario maniac. In fact, if Mario started his own podcast, I could finally give up listening to this piece of shit show. Thank you, Dovey. You go on for and the do kind that. words. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, Mario and Kazugas are going to start a podcast. I saw Kazugas had some whole set up in his house, like he looked like he was ready to make a podcast tape. But I haven't heard anything about it though. We'll see. Kazugas, what's going on? What's going on, Galzugs? That little guy going to make his own show? <laughs> you got to get a lot to live up to. You want eleven listeners? You're going to have to do a lot of work. <laughs> exactly, it's a lot of legwork. Yeah. Post it on Facebook, all that. <laughs> got to put your time in. Jody texted me from Atlantic City. I'm in the middle of a show. I don't care what your chip count is. What's your chip count? One? You never put any money in the pot. <laughs> Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Um, also, wh- who else do we have coming in this week, next week, this month? 
Well, Can you talk about any of no, those let's, guests? Let's, okay. Let's, let's right. keep it, uh, Let's just say exciting times here on The Barrage. Much more exciting than the uh, first 20 minutes of this show. I can't talk about the guests that I'm lining up. Oh, okay. Well, if we can't talk about it, we know it's big. It's big. It's big. I can't believe big. the Damien Eccles guy. That's going to be great. That's big. It's huge. <laughs> Have we put our 10,000 hours in yet? Because it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Why? What is that, what is, what is that uh, milestone? Oh, you never heard that? Like 10,000 hours? That's when we get syndication. Your... Oh. It's when you become an expert at something. What? When you, once you put your 10,000 hours in, that's... Oh, no. We're, an expert we're nowhere near that. Okay. <laughs> Although the show's been getting longer every week. This is true. It's like four hours long now. Mm-hmm. Some it takes, take, usually takes us about 10 or 15 to find a groove. Well, it takes us a while to get uh, through the Ryan game, and then by the time the Ryan game's over, it's hats off to Larry, and everybody <laughs> is like, I have a story. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We definitely got through 10,000 beers. <laughs> that was great, because last week, Tommy was like... Uh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was like already fucking 11. It was after 11. Yeah, I'm like, I got to end the show. Yeah, and he wanted to start a whole new segment. <laughs> wait, we didn't do the news with Tommy Rockstar yet. <laughs> and then we were just, just <laughs> talked over the entire time. Guy put together a whole bit, put some work in. Hey, guys, we didn't do uh, news with Tommy Rockstar yet. Yeah, that's great. We'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's listening. That's right. That's uh, it's busting so, his ball. It's so rude. You prepared? That's so lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- 21 reasons uh, I won't let you talk on the air <laughs> on BuzzFeed. There's an Angus Young article I remember reading years ago, and they asked him about what guitarists he like, and he's like, none of them. They go, well, what about Jeff Beck? And he goes, he sounds like he practices. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Beck coming in later also this weekend. Jeff Beck and Peter Buck at the same time. Remember my dad used to love Jeff Beck, and and, uh, there was that one album, Beckola, Mm. that uh, he had on tape tapes, and uh, he would listen to in the car. And it just fucking weirded me out because it always felt like there was just like, well, when are they going to get the vocalist in to finish this shit? Mm. Like, like, (laughs) like This is like a shitload of bad noodling. Well, that album, uh, Truth, Truth, wasn't that basically uh, the fucking start of like, what? Oh, Ronnie, Ronnie Wood and, uh, and Rod Stewart. Yeah, and then playing together. Then there's something. There's some Led Zeppelin connection in there. Didn't Jimmy Page? Didn't he? Uh, they, they, the Led Zeppelin well, crypt riffs from that because he used to play. Beck with was them. in the Yardbirds, right? After Page or before Page? I don't know. After, after. No, no, no. He was playing guitar. Page was playing bass. Mm. After Clapton what? left. Yeah. What? Jimmy Page played bass in the Yardbirds. What? He didn't play guitar. He might have towards the very end. You got a weird face. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be a veterinarian or a doctor, he says. What? James Page and Skiffle Band. Everybody with the Skiffle Band. Skiffles. I loved Lonnie Donegan's. <laughs> snoodle Band. They were in a Snoodle Band. <laughs> snoodle, 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 Snoodle. What is that? <laughs> The fucking skiffle music was retarded. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to do nice things all day. Going to kiss my mom and then paint the fence. Fuck out of you. <laughs> well, that's like, I mean, there's there was those weird uh, weird trends in music that only happened in England, like skiffle and pub rock. Right. You know, like no one did, like pub rock. There was never pub rock in, in, in the U.S. There what do you mean by pub rock? Like Brinsley Schwartz and like... <laughs> and like and, uh, and uh <laughs> Brinsley Schwartz on the line. <laughs> Take a note. 
<laughs> Calling in next week to laugh from the barrage. Bridley Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen. It's my lawyer. Same pub rocker. Oh, it's actually a band. It was Nick Lowe's band before. No, well, whatever. Never mind. Dave knows so much about music. Rock, we know nothing. Rock We're just going to laugh at the name. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? We done? How do you guys feel about Ukraine? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I feel great. No. <laughs> I feel great about it. I feel good. I'm it's good. good. It's going to be good. happy. I think it's good. I think uh, I want to talk about True Detective if you do. I'm not. I'm two episodes behind. Oh, really? That's a bad you place to fuck. Be. That's a bad Damn place it. To be. Now I can't talk about it? Are you up to date? He just said he's two episodes. Oh, me? You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen. I'm up to date. I'm up to date. It's tough. To, it's a tough show to watch. You can't be buzzed up. And, you know, I got to watch it sober to, like, see, understand what's happening. There's definitely an element to it that's, like, um, a slight, like a slightly more mainstream David Lynch. Like it, it's like it's yeah. got that it's got Which that like. thing that makes you feel a little weird, like Twin Peaks did. Like it, like I walk around all day singing that theme song, but I don't know the words. So I'm like flop, flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, 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 Thank you. Huge <laughs> detective. And, th- and that's the moment we saw the light return to John O'Lan's eyes. <laughs> Show's back, baby. Yeah, I'm not in ba- I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm fine. Just because I had two sips of whiskey. Or even, you know, and I drank them out of the bottle because I don't have a shot glass. That's all. <laughs> I'm wearing it. <laughs> And I'm wearing these footy pajamas because I couldn't find my boots. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm wearing these gloves because uh, you have to be, uh, beware of the uh, painted dragon. So What's why the don't I walk around the supermarket in my bathrobe? <laughs> I have a 50-gallon drum on fire filled with newspapers out back. <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, the dude from the West Memphis 3 to straighten me out. <laughs> you you seem like you got a good head on your shoulders. You what should a, I do with my life? You need a schedule. <laughs> schedule this so you're on double secret probation at work now or something no 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 it's just it's just like you got to be careful like you can't you know shouldn't watch movies and smoke how long can you drink beer there though no how long will this go on until things ease up well usually a new boss comes in and uh he'll work there for two years and uh he'll get in trouble and they'll quietly move him out hopefully this will happen to this guy too Mm -hmm. i don't know you're gonna file a grievance no. Do you work for the Catholic Church? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you should tell them it was incense. It's a violation of your religion. That's right. <laughs> celebrating. Marlboro Light scented. Yeah, what exactly. Are you, what are you, Palm a cop? Sunday, B. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's a weird place. That, like uh, Smoking cigarettes has been going on that, down there since the 60s. It's, it's like in a time capsule down there, you know what I mean? It's not like an office building. We're, you know, it's like a construction site. Are you going to survive a nuclear blast down there? Um, no, because what's going to happen is there's so much steam and water. That shit's gonna break, and I'll be burned up pretty quick down there. Right, I always, you'll you know, be one of the lucky. I'm ones. fortified, but all the crap that's down there is what's gonna fuck up the electricity. Once the water is released, <laughs> just like uh, and in floods, all the huge, gigantic electrical services will explode. Like an end of days, or no? Is that what's that movie? Uh, what's the one with uh, Sylvester Stallone where the uh, Holland Tunnel collapses? Rambo, <laughs> Rhinestone. Rocky three, four. <laughs> Cobretti. <laughs> Rhinestone. Throw Mama from the train. I don't know that, oh, that movie. That you, Daybreak, we, Daylight, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's the one where he climbs the mountain, right? <laughs> no, it's the one no, where he uh, Mountain climber. It's cliffhanger. <laughs> 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 
cruising, Kyle says. It wasn't cruising. <laughs> over the top. <laughs> I've been trying to say over the top for the last five minutes. I couldn't remember it. You should have turned your hat around backwards, and you would have been able to say it. Look at this great idea. Now listen to this. Arm wrestling, the movie. <laughs> it's a go. Right. Don't shoot it down. Green light right away. Mm-hmm. We get Sylvester Stallone because he's got strong arms. And we get a kid and a baseball hat. Done. They should remake that with like John Cena and uh, Channing Tatum or something. Like I would totally go see that. They should just call that creative accounting. Speaking of uh, speaking of remakes, I did actually go see the RoboCop remake. I did tra- you? I tried wow. to get Dan Darrow to you go. You were the with one, me, and he would not go. Actually, there was three people in the theater. Thank you very much. One wow. And, uh, <laughs> was the director one of them? <laughs> Dan Darrow won't see it in the theater. He said last night. It wasn't. And, and this is coming from someone who thinks that the first RoboCop is pretty damn near a perfect movie. Um. You wrong Tron, bro. It wasn't that bad. Mm. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It was kind of like one of those things you walk out and you're like, eh. I mean, like I could have found a worse way to spend two hours, but... Uh, Were there any, like, uh, you know, the first RoboCop has all these corporate uh, anti-capitalism There was no shades. message. There was no message? The only message in it was uh, drones, but it was very heavy-handed. It wasn't... Uh, there was nothing uh, subtle about it, which is funny to refer to the original RoboCop as in any way subtle, but... Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it kind of was. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, where this didn't really have that element of it. Um, <laughs> I thought Michael Keaton was great in it. Um, Michael Keaton was Michael Keatron. Michael Keatron plays the uh, <laughs> correct Tron, bro. <laughs> Michael, Don't get me started on the, on the thirst Tron Moore story. Oh, that's so I want to talk about that too. <laughs> right, go ahead, go ahead. But uh, Michael Continue. Keatron, Michael Keatron plays the uh, Dick Jones character. Um, but it's not his name in this movie. But uh, he's not. As evil, it's it's just not. I mean, there's no, there's no undercurrent of. But do you uh, think movies now are like more like a, a shade of gray? Like it's all mishmash. There's no like back then, like in the '80s. I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass, but there seemed to be like you know, good guy, bad guy, and then they try to mu- muddle the waters. Muddle the waters? Muddle. No, right? No. Muddle with some mint. Muddled, and some, yeah. uh, I muddled some jalapenos earlier. I'm going to allow it. I'm going to infuse them into Dave's vodka when he's not looking. I don't drink vodka. <laughs> You'll drink my jalapeno infused vodka. <laughs> I'll be very insulted. We switch Dave's bitters to jalapenos. I don't know. And then, like, every movie's just like a... Uh, I don't know. They try, they try to do something, and, and then it just... No one's a bad guy It's anymore. just a wash, yeah. Yeah. Right. People Every- just doing bad things, but they give you a little background what put them in that uh, position to do so- things like that, right? Yeah, we need more supervillains, damn it. Yeah. Like Gene Hackman's. Hmm. He was good. He's still alive, right? Yeah. yeah. But he, like, just doesn't do anything anymore. I prefer to think of him as dead because... Uh, he was shot in the Unforgiven, one of the best scenes ever. <laughs> He's like, you, "Don't kill me! I'm, I'm fix, I'm building a house. <laughs> That's best. Like it really brings it down to it. It's like, wow, you have all these plans in life, and then Clint Eastwood's just gonna blow a hole in your chest. You're like, fuck! I'm out here. You're leaking the roof. I'm building the house. He's like, get out of the way. So I can shoot this motherfucker. I don't deserve this. <laughs> deserve it. ain't got nothing to do with it. Gush, gush. Why do you shoot him in a bathroom? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that when we're not here, you have a separate podcast where you just act out the scenes from movies that you remember off the top of your head. I'm, bu- I'm building my house. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Done. Movie over. Roll credits. You should have never hung Mo- Morgan Freeman on the outside of the bar, you idiot. How dare you? Executive producer, Mel Gibson. Yeah, that was a good movie. I watched. The, uh, I haven't seen Braveheart in years, and I wa- it was on TV. I sat there and watched the whole goddamn thing. No, it's it was you know it's it's definitely 
not as good as it's, when you first saw it. But I, I'm, I sit there and watch the whole thing. I'm like fascinated by the incorrect history of it's the whole no, movie. It's no Patriot. I'll tell you that much. The Patriot still holds. Really? Up. Yeah. I, I've never seen the Patriot. I've seen pieces of it, and I'm like, ah, it looks like Braveheart with muskets or something. You know? It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh... That's the one where they I, fight you the know Jews, what the, right? The problem is that I like, I like <laughs> Mel Gibson. Like, you look at him, he seems like a nice guy. Like, you know, you like. <laughs> You 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 want to you want to you want to befriend him. You don't you don't want to imagine that he's this drunk. No, Gibstron. Yeah, you wrong, wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> you don't want to think. No, that I know, I know. You you feel like you know him. And it you're hurts like, you oh, a little inside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, old Uncle Mel, he's just on the sauce again. Exactly. It's like you don't want to make some excuses for him. <laughs> you're like, it's all right. He's fine. Let me ask you a question. Are you a Jew? <laughs> Those tapes of him. Yelling at that mother of his daughter. Oh, insane. Uh, insane. You. What does he say to her? He's all fucked up. Disrespectful cunt. It's horrible. Just smile and blow me. No, that was my favorite line. (laughs) Smile and blow me. No, the Alec Baldwin ones where he's yelling at his his, his young child. Fat pig. You're a disrespectful little pig. (laughs) Thoughtless, rude, thoughtless little pig. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that whole family's unhinged. The Baldwin's. Yeah. I mean, uh, our friend who plays poker here is supposedly making a movie with Stephen Baldwin. Somehow he got into this directing business. It's you know whatever. <laughs> he's Ryan's cousin and brother-in-law or something. Expert. Who knows what he's up to? And he's directing a movie uh, with with uh, Tina Louise. Burt Young and Stephen Baldwin. Why fucking bother? Like, what? 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 Is well, it? he's got to start somewhere. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. But I, at that point, I so would I hope we get Stephen Baldwin in here. And talk. If you were ever directing a movie for the first time, would you go with 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 D list or E list actors, or would you just go with a unknown cast? I think if you're a choose from Bayside, you go with whoever you can get. I love he's like trying to drum up he, investors. He made a movie like, with uh, Fifty Cent in it a while back. Did he? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the mm-hmm. one where he's got the AIDS? I th- maybe. <laughs> really, he did. Or, oh, so he actually yeah, he, has some credibility. Yeah, he's, see, I didn't believe any of it because the guy's a, so full of shit. He's made a few movies. No, if you look him up on the database, you'll. I look him up on the Anthrax Hulkamania site. Might have made it all up, but <laughs> I just picture him trying to like drum up, That's you the, know, like finances, and he's well, going, he's going, look, you really should invest in this. And look why he's like, we've got Baldwin. Yeah, yeah which he's one? Like, he's like, like, yeah, so uh, it's us. <laughs> it's starring Baldwin and Baldwin. Baldwin. Well, I'm sorry. What, on. What, what, which which Baldwin? <laughs> what did you say? You you kind of cleared your throat. You said, <laughs> I got to tell you, Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> which Baldwin? Oh, he's Baldwin. <laughs> he actually. That's right. Baldwin. This is the same guy that That's actually. That's the movie poster. Just says Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> he actually told us he was in, uh, in Baldwin in Anthrax yeah. years ago, and it turned out That's that right. turned out to be true. That turned out to be true, and it's the funniest wikipedia entry ever we've mentioned this before because somebody must really hate him he was the original bass player for anthrax and we're like this guy's full of shit so you look it up and he's on there and it says he was released uh due to like fucking he he wasn't good like <laughs> uh no one said uh i i want to add to the chat boxes scars uh, yeah we say one thing in the beginning of the show and then the chat box just does puns for four hours which is fine with me <laughs> scabado <laughs> 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 just, I'm sorry, I had to. Scavado. Sensitive ska song. <laughs> Scavado 3 is my favorite. <laughs> We're working on up picking. Bubble and ska. <laughs> Bubble and skank. skank. <laughs> Let's go through some of these for the podcast people who don't listen live. We have a Huliscon. Huliscon. Scatskulls. Scatskulls. 
<laughs> MC Scat's Gulch. Was it Dan Lucas? Scanthrax. Bubbling skank. Ah, Conan, you're a little late. Skank your head on the punk rock. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Skank youth. <coughs> oh, God. Scaster pussycat. <laughs> Didn't we? They were reaching. I've, I've, yeah, I feel like this is deja vu. Deja vu. Deja vu? Yeah, I feel like there have been uh, uh, there was another night of ska puns. Now I'm not going to be able to concentrate on anything. Scopians? <laughs> no. Sco- scops, not sports. You know, T-Bone Burnett did the music. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Airscapply. <laughs> yeah, Airscapply. That's right. Yeah. That was a Conan original. Mm. Conan, by the way, I know you're listening. I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show. Thank you for having me on your program. If you would like to... Uh, uh, punch that information into the chat box if there's an archive or tell us the radio station because I don't remember anything. I, re- I got home from work. I had to. <laughs> I got home from work and I had to rush to get on the phone at midnight because it, it when it's midnight here, it's like Tuesday in California. So I go and I'm rushing home and I had to use the bathroom really badly. It, I, it was a whole thing. I barely got downstairs in time. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't know what happened on my way home. I got the, I got, you know, case of the runs came on. Thank you. <laughs> so I went on Conan's show. And he took over the, the the radio there. So Conan, tell the people where it is. And I was really jealous because there's no buzzing in the background. The radio show sounds really good, except for that bubbling all the time. I'm like, man, I go, just get me in one of these fucking studios. Get me in there. Put me in, coach. Put me on the radio. You're just jealous because it's warm. Yeah. So is it terrestrial radio? or? I don't even know. I thought podcast? it was, but then they told me I could curse. So I said, I was, he's like, oh, you could swear. Oh, excuse me. He says, oh, you could swear. I said, Why don't you go fuck yourself? How about that? <laughs> Start. What do you think of that? <laughs> fuck your mother. <laughs> I thought I told you to go fuck your mother. Yeah, if I don't see you, go Bingo. fuck your mother. Huh? Poop. <laughs> I don't know. Did we talk about the the? Yeah, we talked about that. Right? Did we talk about the fucking Wahlberg show? Wahlburgers? Yeah. Did you watch that shit? I've I've watched it a couple times. It's Chooch City. Well, the best is uh is Chooch fucking City. We're opening uh at work. We're opening a hotel in Boston. Apparently, like that, like Wahlburgers is like royalty. Like they're like, oh, maybe yeah. we can get a Wahlburgers in oh, here. Did you have a Wahlburgers yet? Well, oh. they because they have a high end restaurant too that's not called Wahlburgers. Shea right. It's an Italian thing with named uh, after the mother or something. Yeah. We're gonna open a bar called Wahlburgers. It's called Chooch's. <laughs> Chooch's by the bay. You know, it's just why like, is there always some fucking Ginzo place by the water in like every bed. city? It's like it's like yeah, we got clams and pasta, all <laughs> well, that Queen, seafood. Yeah, yeah. Lenny's Clam Shack. Yeah. Lenny's Clam Bar yeah. was right by us. That was a chain. Yeah, that's still Guido's around. Terrace. I'm gonna go to Guido's Terrace. I'm gonna get some some clams. That's still down in Howard Beach. Yeah, that's right. That's the original down Howard Beach. Down, how much protection money in <laughs> Lenny's Down by Gaddy's place. Gaddy's place is right across the street. All right, the protection is a thousand it's clams a, a week. No, I w- that was that's a that's, that's a metaphor. <laughs> I got little necks and I got. A- <laughs> <laughs> what are you stewing on? <laughs> fucking cash, all right. What am I gonna do with all these clams? Hey, I tell you, they're not bad. All right, I'll take half clams, half real money. I won't break it a window. I think the clams have this the clams casino. <laughs> we used to go there every Wednesday. Lenny's Clam Bar. 
with my family on the little family. Nice cagouts there. That's where I learned to love linguine and clam sauce. It's my favorite dish. Love it. Heartburn City. No one ever tells you about those places because sometimes you just walk into one and you they obviously haven't cooked a meal there in fucking 50 years. Heartburn City is my least <laughs> favorite sorry. Cars record. Dovey, Dovey says, uh, Dovey's knows because uh, on, on City Island there's Vito's Clam Dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri's Chesapeake Bay Shitbox. <laughs> what else? We got King Umberto's by the bay. There are some real shitholes on uh, City they all, they all play, uh, <laughs> Really, God, who with that one? They all play the theme for The Godfather. As soon as you walk in, it's playing. <laughs> that was the, 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 the second hardest I left on the show. The first was when Mike texted me last week uh, with the fucking uh, when the beat nuts were supposed to be in. And he said, I just did a line. I'll be right over the Fushnickens. <laughs> Still funny. Still funny. <laughs> Still waiting for Juju from the Beat Nuts to call in, by the way. Juju yeah. from the Beat Nuts, call it in. Yo, this is Juju. Uh, barrage, barrage. I probably, Queens, I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but uh, I tagged Beej in that post after you said, like, oh, God damn it, I can't tag Beej. Right. And he wrote me a message about, he, and he demanded that I untag him. I saw you erased it, but I wasn't sure why. And he demanded that I He said he didn't want his mom to see it. I don't know. Oh. Uh. I don't understand, but there was nothing bad in it. I got an idea for you guys on Facebook. If you don't want your mom to see it, don't be friends with your mom. How about that idea? <laughs> no? It's okay for him to post all sorts of weirdo shit, and that's not okay. Well, all we did was post the link to the show and said something about yeah. the beat nuts. I don't want my mom knowing I hang out with the beat nuts. <laughs> did We're you, the beat nuts. <laughs> He's like, you know, like, did your mom even know who the beat nuts are? How do you, it's a whole thing. It's a whole, it's a whole thing with that guy. I see black people. <laughs> I don't want, I want my mom knowing I hang out with the beat nuts. <laughs> she doesn't like their producing style. <laughs> She's much more West Coast. Exactly. My mom really hates 1996. <laughs> she thinks they're crude. And rude. She sided with J-Lo on the whole... Uh, yeah. Jenny from the block. Uh, she likes Jennifer Lopez. She likes the crunk. She will not tolerate anybody bad-mouthing J-Lo. Well, let's take a quick break. I don't know where this phone caller is. Check my Skype. Somewhere what time is he supposed to call in? 8.30 or to 8.45, and we're about to pass that window. Well, let's, uh, let's, uh, okay. let's keep going a little bit. Sure. Where the fuck is Tommy? You heard from him at all? I haven't. I need, to get, I need to start editing the show so I can get samples of Tommy, too, because I have none. I'm going to see if I can get rubber bandits to say more rude things to me. Uh, Pat, uh, leaving after the first segment. Is that right? That's correct. That's why I don't want to ever have the end to the segment, because then he can't. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's going to see, uh, is this okay if I tell people where you're going? Yeah, sure. He's going to see the Irish comedy troupe, the comedy duo Rubber Bandits, out of Limerick, Ireland. Is that correct? That is correct. There's, n- <laughs> there's, there's nothing like the face you get when, when somebody asks me what Rubber Bandits is, and I say, they're an Irish hip-hop comedy duo. Just watching their face screw from into Lim- from Limerick, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stab City. I totally just made this up. <laughs> yeah, I, think I have an ID somewhere here. Look, I was actually. Uh... No, that's not them. Yo, this is Peter Casey, the Miles Trap, Life in the Barrage, my nigga with Juju, John Garju, Billy Vargo, B Rock. Godman Studio, Godman Music. What up, son? Come get that shit, niggas. Yeah, what? that's the Beat Nuts. There's the Beat Nuts. I don't know where. You know. Oh, there is my Rubber Bandits ID. Hello, this is the Rubber Bandits, and you are listening to Live Live from from the the Barrage. Barrage. Did we do that right? Can we have our money now, please? (laughs) You are are. listening to Live from the Barrage. London's Rubber Bandits. We're a young fellas from Ireland. London's steamingest radio station. If you want steam... New York. 
Yeah, if, no, you no. Want, if you want steam going into your ears, listen to Life in the Barrage. I found heroin on the subway in New York He once. found heroin once. I believe him that he found heroin on the subway. He did. I've been taking the subway for years. I never, I never found anything. <laughs> At what point after that did they lead you to their pot of gold? <laughs> <laughs> now what? These That's guys, racist. How dare you? They wear plastic shopping bags on their head, and what is the reason for that? Uh, well, when they started, they were uh, uh, they started off uh, doing phony phone calls. And then when they started doing hip hop, they were making fun of the IRA and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> Prince Albert's in a can. We should probably try to hide our identities here. <laughs> I, is your refrigerator running? Should <laughs> <laughs> go catch it. I don't need to talk to you, jerky. Wrap <laughs> your head with a fucking ratchet. You have St. Joseph's in a bottle. <laughs> I, uh, Stop that. I was at a. Uh, I, <laughs> I was flying to. Uh, I bring all my fucking tools. <laughs> I was flying to Boston and and uh it's a strange way of celebrating Patty's day. Boston. <laughs> I was flying to Boston and uh Terminal 5 the Jet the JetBlue terminal is now shared with Aer Lingus. Yeah. So like I guess there was a whole there's a, a whole bunch of Irish people in the bar cuz I, I went to the bar cuz I yeah, got yeah. there a little early. As you would. And uh yeah. And and it's it's so funny cuz the bar had obviously tried to cater to this Irish clientele like they had harp on tap. They yeah. had like you know, Smithics. Yeah, they had Smithics. They had all. Yeah, and uh, and <laughs> just see a row of like defeated old Irishmen all drinking Coors Light. Yeah, <laughs> like they're all just nice. like they're not buying into that at all. Mm. And like, and uh, the only time I saw, I was I started talking to one of the guys who had like been living in the city forever, but he was probably in his mid to late sixties. Really nice guy, but uh, he saw a girl ask for oh, what was it. I forget which Irish whiskey it was. It, um, Tullamore do. It was Tullamore, actually. Thank you. And uh, and uh, ding. It, uh, she asked for a Tullamore, Give me a, point, Ryan. a Tullamore and cranberry, and oh. he just like lost his shit. And oh, he, yeah. he's cranberry. like he's like elbowing the other guys, and it's like <laughs> I know they're, they're gonna start some kind of boondock saint shit. That's, like, a, that's <laughs> a Tullamore. Don't. <laughs> Oh, you should have been there. I would have won some points with that one. <laughs> oh, what was I looking up? I forgot. I was looking something up. I completely lost my train of thought. Sorry. Go ahead. That's it. That's all. That's all I had. Damn it. <laughs> you sure you don't have something else? Well, I forget um, fuck. It was oh, funny. I know what Air I want Lingus, to do. I want Air to Lingus test Lingus the phone line. Oh, Lingus go ahead. Moved, go ahead. moved around JFK several times. They used to be in Terminal 4, uh-huh. and... Be, I think it just keeps getting 86. They were on the left-hand side. <laughs> no, that was me. Okay. So oh, uh, No, that's not me. Our caller is on there. Let's see. Hold on one sec. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello, this is Kevin Kinney from Tell and Crying. Hey, what's up, Kevin? How you doing? How you all doing? Is this John or Dave? This is John. And, uh, hey, John. Dave, say hello so he knows me. Hello, Kevin. How are you? How y'all doing, man? Good. I'm the guy who sounds like a r- real man, and then Dave's the other guy. Oh, really? I just sound <laughs> like a real man? Thanks for calling in, oh. Kevin. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. It's rocking good news. What are, you, what are you up to? You're on the road? You're in uh, uh, New Orleans? I'm in uh, I'm in the van in Jackson, Mississippi, hanging out, waiting to play the show. It sounds like a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on? Been there. You ran into it a... Been there, done it, wrote it already. <laughs> <laughs> you've been doing this for a long time, man, and you, you've never stopped uh, doing this, apparently, right? I mean, you're out on the road still. It's amazing. I have, I've, I've, I've done a show every seven days since 1990. You kidding? Yeah. Wow. Every every seven days since 1990, you've had at least one rock show. 
Yep. And you've never like gone to Hawaii on vacation for two weeks or something like that? That No. Amazing. Every, every time I go on vacation, it's usually some sort of benefit somewhere or like this year, like these years, last couple of years, I go down to uh, Total Santos, Mexico and me and Peter Buck do a two week stint down there in a town just north of Cabo for this uh, education society. It's like, uh, uh, you know, Peter Buck and uh, Robin Hitchcock and Dream Syndicate, Driving Crying, Alejandro Escovito. Um, yeah, it's it's, kinda, it's cool. We play every day. You ever get uh, Sammy Hagar in there, too? The Cabo angle? Sammy sent us a poster this year. Maybe next year he'll come. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that'd be I, I, would, I, would, I would actually pay a good deal of money to see uh, Robin Hitchcock and Sammy Hagar on the same stage. <laughs> 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 maybe doing uh, maybe they can meet together over a Dylan song they're gonna or something. Do, no, they're going to do a yeah. uh, Bad Motor Scooter. <laughs> well, <you know, laughs> it's a kick-ass Montrose tape. <laughs> well, you know who played us? Who played, uh, we do, we end our, we end our shows uh, with this country song that I wrote called I'm Going Straight to Hell, just like my mama said. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And uh, this, year was, uh, this year was John Paul Jones played mandolin with us. Nice. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. So uh, you haven't since you played once, at least once a week since 1990. What divorce are you on? Because the <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be technically this is my second marriage, uh, uh, but I, I did have a Yoko in between. So uh. we, I had a Yoko. Uh, I had a Yoko for about 11 years that I lived with. So she was. So I'm on my third, kind of technically. <laughs> oh, so uh, are you saying that? Uh, did she have anything to do with the, uh, like, you know, uh, the band breaking up or anything? Not that you guys are broken up, but you, oh what? yeah, yeah. Oh, the, and what, the second one, the second one. Oh yeah, the band, yeah, yeah, totally. Did she, the band up. Did oh, she yeah. want to like go totally. on tour with you guys and stuff, and the other guys are rolling their eyes like, oh. Yeah, I got into Indian food and the, uh, uh, you know. Right. The Maharishi <laughs> dropping acid in Tibet. Yeah, right. so we rented our own car and followed the tour bus. We could do our own things, like, you know, go to the painted desert and stuff. And, you yeah, know. By crafts. You were, a, you were always, like, a country guy. And then this big hit song you had is, like, a, almost, like, you know, from that transfer from the 80s to 90s, like, uh, I don't want to say metal or rock, but like, you know, that whole weird glam thing and the video, the way they shot it and everything makes you guys look like, you know, like super hair rockers like, and stuff, you know? Yeah, they it, we they teased our hair. In fact, that <laughs> hair, in that video, actually, we all had hats on. <laughs> I noticed, yeah. Yeah, like those, those uh, funny hats. Those yeah. cat in the hat hats. And, uh, Man, what we a, had a terrible fashion era for everyone. We, we, we never wore hats, but that video, we had hats on every every shot, different yeah, hats. Right, that's some guy's job to be like, all right, uh, let's get them all to wear hats. It's so ridiculous, right? Yeah. Um, we were actually a punk rock band uh, when we started off, and then we were like, uh, and then we were um, uh, like a psychedelic punk rock band. And then we became kind of like an Americana band, and then we became. And then we went back, and we were like more like got more into like uh, you know our roots, like Sabbath and Blood Zeppelin, and and then the record company was like, if you don't have a hit on this one, you know, you know, we're done with you. Because that was in the days when you know we got signed to Island Records. They said, you know, you get we're going to give you like five records to do something, and after the fifth one, you're done. So I mean, uh, you know. They they expected the first three to fail. They didn't care. But, so uh, that was our that was our that was our last ditch attempt at trying to make a living. That was a fifth. Did you uh, did you meet uh, did you meet Chris Blackwell? Was he a dick? 
I met Chris Blackwell uh, a couple of times, and he was super awesome. Did you, did you ever try and talk into doing a reggae album? <laughs> Where'd you get this from, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you research your question. <laughs> no, he never uh, He never wanted me to make a reggae record. No, he didn't. Uh, you know, he liked... You know, he liked you know, he liked he signed anthrax and stuff, so you know. Yeah. He liked the thing about Chris Black was I think he liked bands that were regional. Like you know, I think he saw like Reggae was regional. I think he saw this Gary Crying was like a southern rock band. We were regional. He saw like um uh Anthrax was they were regional. You know, they had they were they sounded like New Jersey or whatever. I right. think they're from New Jersey. No, right? they're they're from they're from right around here. They're, they're a bunch of churches from Queens. <laughs> Yeah, and that's true. They do. They seem like every guy that that. Uh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. pretty much like from around the block. <laughs> yeah, like I tell, like I tell people, like they ask me about folk music, and I say, well, yeah, like if you really think about folk music, like like German folk music or Irish folk music, like American folk music, like I consider the Ramones a folk band. You know, like they're music that's like you know representative of of what they came from. You know, I, they I, sound they they sound like Queens. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that definition. I can I can see where you come from that definition. I we all looked like at we, we all looked at each other when you said that, and then we were all just like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right." Right. <laughs> at, at first, it was skepticism. Then we started nodding. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. No, what is this? Speaking of the Ramones, you had a you had a tape called "Songs About Cars, Space, and the Ramones." Like, where do you get that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was you know I was a student of the Ramones. I, I used to follow them around, and um, me and Johnny were friends um, before I was in a band. I met him like in '78. And we were actually—I was a—I was a construction worker, and I met him trading baseball cards. We—I met him. Uh, I used to come. I went to one of his shows, and he—he he met me at the grocery store after the show, and took me to his hotel, and we traded baseball cards for a couple hours, and then he got me, told me to come to Chicago because he didn't have enough time, so I went. So actually, I knew Johnny from being like a. Uh, just a friend, and you know, I mean, as a fan, of course. But I didn't have a band when I first met him. You know, did you so. get did you get screwed on the Johnny Ramone baseball card trades? Because I know he knows his stuff. Oh, he knew his stuff. He was a little disappointed that I used to wrap him in 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 uh in, in rubber bands. So he was kind of like, uh, what, right. are you, what are you? Why do you? Why do you? Uh, why do you have these rubber bands? He's up? right. What are you doing? You should have them. In- <laughs> so, uh, kid. A little, he was a little disappointed. Um, but, uh, no, he, man, he gave me, like, I remember the first time he gave me, like, $80 for, like, a bunch of cards, and I was like, wow. I mean, that was a lot of money back in, like, 1979, you know? Yeah. 80 bucks to me was a lot of money, so. So who's your, uh, who's your baseball team? I'm a Brave. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Milwaukee. I grew up in Milwaukee, so I was, I liked Milwaukee well, Braves. Right, then, oh, I see. So when the Braves went like to Atlanta, you followed them. Yeah. Well, we're all Mets fans, yeah. so we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do yourself a favor. I don't know if I know you're on Twitter. I don't know how much you go on there, but uh, you should follow Chipper Jones. It's a real oh, it's the best best thing in the world. <laughs> best thing. That guy has has three brain cells that are constantly and, fighting with each other. And, and, yeah, he he retired and he doesn't know what to do himself. So now he goes on all these misadventures and posts them on Twitter. It's great. <laughs> that guy should have a podcast. <laughs> he should. Well, you know, there's a there's a famous story that you know when all those cars got stuck in Atlanta, the, one of the new outfielders in Atlanta tweeted or something tweeted that he was stuck on the on the expressway. You know, did you see pictures of Atlanta in the snowstorm? Yeah, yeah, out? sure. It's brutal. 
Chipper Jones got on his four-wheeler and went and rescued the guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, drove over I, a mountain heard, over the traffic. He's a hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not lying. I, I know. Truth. I saw the picture. He's on the ATV with, like, it's a, like a, in all camouflage with his big, goofy uh, Chipper Jones smile on his it, face. Like, ready to go. on the front of it. He's like the Scatman <laughs> Crothers of uh, Atlanta Snowstorms. I don't know if you really need an ATV to drive over uh, half an inch of snow. But we'll 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 save that the Atlanta bashing for for another I like, time. I yeah. like it for effect. So, uh, so how'd you end up? I know uh, Peter Buck's been a driving and crying fan for a really long time. How did you guys uh, end up? Whatever, uh, Peter. Sorry. How'd you guys end up uh, uh, getting to know each other? Well, the first time we ever played out like Athens and Atlanta is like two Athens band, Atlanta bands don't play Athens like did they, they back in the eighties. They never played Athens because. Athens was real, like, uh, like you know, educated and you know, kind of artsy. Right. And Atlanta was like, just like, punk rock and metal and stuff like that. So, the first three times I ever played Athens, Peter and like three other people were the only people that would come see us. So, he was just a supporter of us from the like. He just liked us. So we were kind of just I don't know we were. I don't know, we were we were real punk rock psychedelic back then. Like we were really uh lots of fuzz like over fuzz overdrive. We were really like nuggets, but like metal nuggets, you know. So we just became friends back then. He produced our demos and and he he helped us out a lot, you know. Our first record came out on Island Records and he and he was like, Oh, that's a terrible record. <laughs> really he would say yeah, that right to you guys are close enough where you could he could say that to you yeah you're like oh this is horrible <laughs> so now uh do, do you uh do you get to go like well you you did shiny happy people <laughs> right <laughs> it's like a competition you call him up yeah. like, hey heard your new record peter uh what is the frequency yeah. peter huh <laughs> that's a good and song he pro- and he probably would have he probably in all honesty would have said yeah, I know, but you know, maybe, maybe I made a million dollars. So. Is is there time to write new stuff on on the road? You're always writing uh, new music, and uh, is there anything? How can we hear this? Well, I'm doing like um, I write a lot of stuff at Soundcheck, but what I did this year, I gotta tell you, I did uh, this. It, the the last one of these just came out. I made an EP every ninety days this year, right? And, and so the fourth one just came out. And the first, and so, um, I did four of those. I did a, a McDougal Blues was a record I made with Peter Buck. We redid that. We did an EP of that. Like, we added a verse to all the different, a lot of different songs on there. And so that's five EPs. And then I just finished a record for this TV show called Archer. And I wrote all the country songs for the country girl. Oh, wow. You're going to get paid on that one. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how many Archer fans want to hear. That show's huge. <laughs> I, I'm a fan. That show's huge. Uh, speaking of getting, uh, speaking of getting, the show's huge. But it's, you know, if they were like spy themes, I think it would really sell. Speaking a lot, of getting paid, yeah. speaking of getting paid, the uh, this you know the your, the big hit si- single "Fly Me Courageous," which I'm not really sure what the title that title means. I'd like you to explain that also. But uh, my question's in two parts. The second part was: uh, Are you still making money off of that? Did you guys hit like a big payday, or did you get screwed? Don't tell me you got screwed by the record company because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna explode. No, we got we got screwed. Damn it! Uh, here's what happened. Here's what happened is about six months after Fly Me Courageous came out, they came out with this thing called SoundScan. 
Yes, yeah, and, sure. Uh, and SoundScan, you know, scans how many plays and how many people buy the record. Climate Courageous was probably six months. Two things were up against it. It was that SoundScan didn't exist, so a lot of records went missing, and we sold a lot of records on record clubs. Right. So remember those record Columbia clubs? Columbia House and the, stuff? You get the, all the stickers and stuff, and you yeah. buy them in the mail and, you know, whatever. So we only, went gold, you know, we only went gold, but we probably sold like mil- over a million of them. But so we didn't get paid for that. Oh. Um, oh. And the second thing happened to our career was this band called Nirvana showed up about six months. <laughs> I was <laughs> going, I was going to ask you about that because I noticed the timeline. I said, "Wow, well, it's 1990, uh, 91. And, and their video, they weren't wearing cat in the hat hats. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't right. forget, don't forget Garth Brooks. It wasn't a. It's you got to see the video. It's like they they're they're really some guy with the hats, and he's probably the same guy who is like, oh, we need a girl who just rides around on for no reason. No, you know who you know who directed that video was the same guy that directed Heart Shaped Box and and uh, <laughs> oh, wow. and uh, smells like Keith Spirit. Wow. The, the irony, guy. the irony. Oh no, Anton. Yeah, guy who produced Craig just produced Smell Like Keith Spirit. Kevin Kerslake and wow. Sam Bear. <laughs> hey, Kevin, it's uh, it's Tommy Rockstar here. How's it going? Hey, Tommy. Rockstar. Thanks for joining Thank us, you. Tommy Rockstar, who ran into Kevin in a bar somewhere, and that's why we're calling. Thank you. That's exactly Over right. in Greenpoint, yeah. Yeah, our friends uh, own a mutual bar in Greenpoint. We just happened to run into each other. It was pretty you know, awesome. There's no such thing as owning a mutual bar, but go ahead. <laughs> well, mutually owning. <laughs> um, but actually, I'm happy you guys touched, you guys touched on the Peter Buck stuff, huh? Um, because I had my birthday uh, about two months ago at that very same bar, and uh, Shaney, uh, Kevin's uh, significant other, actually showed up, and uh, Kevin couldn't make it down, but uh, she surprised me with a really nice birthday gift, and it was this EP that he just spoke of, and it was an it was autographed from both Kevin and Peter Buck. So I thought that was a really oh really wow cool gift. nice yeah. Kevin. Can we get yeah. that? is the EP awesome. when you put out an EP every ninety days? Do you just throw it up on the internet for the people to download, like on Bandcamp or something like that, or, no, or you well, actually we sell, sell the physical main, copies? The main reason we made it was for something to buy at the merch stand. It's right. Like $5. Okay. It's merch. They're only five dollars. So we, you know, people buy them. You know, it's, you either buy a drink or you buy an EP. Right. But they're that's all on, they're idea. all on iTunes. You know, except for the Peter Buck one. That's just um, we don't know what to do with that one yet. We're going to put that on vinyl. So Mer- I'm not. I'm not quite sure what we're doing. Merch is the uh, is the big plum, right? That's like where you guys make the money at the shows, right? Uh, yeah, we make this. We make the money at the shows, getting the guarantees to do the shows. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Can I ask you how much you make uh, per per show? What's the average? That's rude. Well, no, it's not. We we average between twenty five hundred and ten thousand. You know, a so show. That's, that's, that's an average. Holy you know. shit, I'd be touring my whole life. Now too. we know why he plays every seven Jesus days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Because wow. he doesn't have to do the other six. <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I want to. I, I wish go, I was in the plus column for just one show. I want to go back to. I want to go back to Fly Me Courageous for a second because we. Uh, Poor in, Kevin. In, in, doing our, uh, in doing our research and all of that stuff, we came across uh, you guys playing on Letterman. And. Uh, that was that period where, where I think your drummer's playing bongos. Yeah, the, uh, Antron Fig would, <laughs> yeah. would play all the drums. Uh, How Letterman fucking weird ne- is that? It's the weirdest thing ever that they, would ne- they wouldn't let the rest of the band play. But you, uh, you see, the rest of your band is up there, and then they put the drummer on bongos or congas or something like that, and, and, the, and the, right. the house band plays along, which I always thought was so weird. I, I never got it. Well, they had, they had a, like a three, they had like a, like a six month period or seven month period. I think it was like the Black Crows did it. I think it was like, I think it was Chris and Rich and then like the band, right? Yep. I think, I think that's, I think that was one of the first ones. And then, and then they started doing like the bands would, 
be with, uh, you know, that's there being the thing. You know, you'd have to play with the Letterman band. Yeah, why would they do that? And when we, they, I don't since, know. They've since you stopped have to ask that. Paul Schaefer what that was all about. But <laughs> well, Paul still plays along, I think. But they they let the entire band play. Like it, it's so well, weird we to exclude them, the drummer in my mind. Uh, we were super stoned, and I played. I got the. I was playing super <laughs> there with a radio DJ in Asbury Park until four in the morning, and uh, I was hungover. I was stoned out of my mind, and I threw Paul a, an organ solo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you point to him and you're like, "Take it." Yeah, I, I just was like, <laughs> nice. I just do those like I usually do. You know, I just play with my iPhones, and I was like. I feel like listening to a solo story. I was like, hey, Paul. <laughs> and he's all over it. You know that. It's, if he gets pointed to, he's going to he's gonna do it. It's crazy. He does the, uh, he coordinates the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, well, he's like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah Paul, uh, Paul Schaefer is like a coordinator for the Rock and Roll does Hall of Fame. Bad music. job. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, stoned 24 hours a day, too. Somebody, <laughs> somebody I went to college Hall. with. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, but. yeah. Paul Schaefer might be the least rock no, and roll not, guy that exists. We're not fans <laughs> of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here either. Don't worry. We're on your side. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I have, yeah. I can I ask you a, a couple of questions here? Um, who, uh, if you don't want to answer, of course you don't have to. But you know, but go ahead. But go anyway, ahead. when 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 they talked about us being on there, I pleaded with them. I was like, I was like, listen, man, we're never going to get on TV again. This is like our <laughs> only chance for us to be on TV. And I got to tell you a little trivia fact here. It was the last time we've ever been on TV. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, now we've you're... been on national. We've been on national TV once, and that was on David Letterman. Uh... We've never. We have never done Conan. We've never done Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. We gotta or, change that. We haven't done Arsenio. We haven't done. We, just, we, we haven't even done Joan Rivers, Alan Sick, you name it. We haven't done it. Rachel Magic Ray? Johnson. They, uh, yeah, the Chevy Chase show. <laughs> Joan Rivers. Chevy Chase. You name it. <laughs> you, uh, you, you were never on. Uh, they never had you on any of the MTV shows. You never made a, a Headbangers Ball. One hundred twenty minutes. You know you're they're in, they're in, nope. You're, you guys never are in a weird it. spot in nope. between like country and metal and alternative. No one knows where to put you. Yeah, no one knows where to put us. So you know, so just whatever, I, you know. So, but you know, that's. But I'm glad that we got the whole band on there because it was the last time we were ever on TV. You still so. getting stoned? Is that still happening? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> are you st- are you still are you still getting stoned? No, I'm a little too old for it, but I, I, I'll enjoy it when I don't have to do anything. Right. But I don't, I don't, uh, I don't wake and bake and play anymore. How no. old are you? <laughs> no. But I enjoy it. I enjoy it if I'm sitting on a beach or something. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> All right, so there's no, like, there's no debauchery going on in the van. Here's the problem with pot. Is pot, see, see when I used to smoke a lot of pot, I used to buy a big bag of pot, right? It was a bite ounce. I always bought an ounce. I'd sit there and seed and weed it on my gatefold sleeve. I'd roll, I'd roll the entire bag, and I would have a cigarette uh, tins full of joints, and I would smoke them all the time. Nowadays, this pot is like so strong, I, you can't, you can, you can't, right. you can do like one hit. And yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, so, I, get, I get all uh, anxious. Strong. Yeah, I, I get anxious. I can't do it. I can't do. It. I never smoke so, before I play or anything. So I have, I have a, I have a fun band that plays in Brooklyn. We play once a year, and it's, it's a, it's a rock opera. It's called Mexican Dirtweed, and it's about the quest <laughs> for, it's about the quest to find the perfect Mexican dirtweed. Right. You, you guys want to go back to the days of, of crap weed. 
is what you're saying. Yeah. So you don't have to be all weird. You don't have to get all freaked yeah. out, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the answer to that. I like to smoke Mexican beer weed if I can find it. Is there an so. annual uh, thing? Where do you guys play? You play the same place every year in Brooklyn? We just, uh, we do it. We, it's me and Brett Bass and, uh, and, uh, Brett Bass. and, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, we just play like, uh, we have a theme song called Mexican Derweed. Okay. And then we do like, uh, seven other songs. So we just do it like, uh, we did Grand Victory last time and we did nice, the sure. National Underground once. So nice. It's a, it's, I like we Grand did Folly Electric once. So. You ever, uh, play with the, the Mighty High? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are great. We got a lot of we got a lot of fuzz pedal. We have fuzz bass and fuzz guitar. Nice. Yeah. What kind of gear are you guys using? You guys using all? Uh, this is for the gear nerds. The uh, you using all tube, well, tube amps and stuff like that. Or you you got with yeah, the amp, in, amp in, in New York? Force? I have. I just use whatever tube amp I could get in, um, and pedal. Right. Pedals. Well, well you, do you guys drive that, driving around with a full load of equipment, or are you just using the house stuff? No, driving crying. We got our full arsenal. And right. Marshall. What what kind of vehicle are you using to transport this? We have a 15 passenger with a trailer. Wow, sweet! Yeah, I love that. I want to do that. And so if and if, it, and if the and if the uh, Mississippi police are listening, we don't have any weed in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what kind of uh, what kind of venue are you playing tonight? What's the what's the vibe on the venue? It's cool, man. It's Jackson, Mississippi. It's this place called Dueling Hall. You can look it up online. It's like a we sold like 200 tickets in advance. It holds like three, four hundred people. Oh, it's, nice. It's groovy. That's awesome. Sounds amazing. Sounds it sounds amazing. So cool, I, li- I like Jackson. That's a fun town. There's a uh, good food, good people. Seems like that yeah. Would, be I'm, a, I'm actually playing in a neighborhood. I've ne- I've played here, thir- you know, twenty years, and I'm actually playing in this neighborhood a little bit north of downtown. It's pretty groovy. Cool. It's oh. like a. It's almost gotten it, a little. <laughs> it's almost gotten a little more hipster there. It's it's weird. Like I mean, if if there was a yeah. if there was a place in in Mississippi, especially in southern Mississippi, that I would consider. Kind of hip, I guess it would be. It would be uh, Jackson now. It's weird. Yeah. What about Jackson? Uh, and I, it, it's groovy. What about tomorrow night? You playing somewhere else tomorrow night? Tomorrow night is a bar. It's an awesome bar playing in down in Baton Rouge. That's it's uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, I'm playing in Baton Rouge tomorrow night, and then we're playing Houston, Austin, Dallas, and all that stuff. Jeez, tonight. man, they're pretty busy. Over How there. many guys are from the original lineup? Well, me and Tim, we started off as a trio, and me and Tim, uh, me and the bass player are the originals, and we've we've been doing this 29 years, and the drummer, the drummer is, uh, well, we have a new guitar player, Aaron, we go through guitar players depending on what their schedules are, you know, we have two or three revolving, but Aaron, we have Aaron Tashin with us right now, who played uh, with Alberta Cross, he Oh, yeah, he, sure. he fills in for the dolls when Steve Cotty can't do it and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, he's amazing. Um, and then the drummer has been with us like 16 years. so Long time. But he's still the new guy. Long time. <laughs> he's still the new guy. You make him drive the van and sell the merch, right? <laughs> well, I, me and the bass player are only ones who drive the van, so. Okay. Safe. See, we got DRI on, and uh, they make the new guy. Yeah. The new guy, Rob Rampy, who's the drummer, has been in the band for like 20 years. He still has to drive the van and sell the merch. It's really <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> okay. I've, I've never known a drummer to be awake after noon. <laughs> Kevin, I've, like, heard, I've heard some rumors. They, sleep, they sleep till noon, and then they sleep till showtime, and then they sleep after showtime. Hey, man. Drummers like are this. always sleeping, man. <laughs> I, I like to sleep. Work. Go ahead, Tommy. You had a question? No, I just I heard uh, over the years you played some pretty insane venues. Some uh, some people told me you played some NASCAR events down south that were pretty big. What was that like? 
Uh, pretty horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, next we have Gravedigger, followed by Driving and Crying. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's a weird vibe, man. NASCAR people are, I don't know, man. They're, it's a weird vibe. Um, it, you know, I don't know. It's like playing the state fair or something, you know. It's, right. it's all right. It's, you know, they're there to, they're there to see, they're there to see some NASCAR. They're not there to see a band and, I mean, we've done it with Skinner, and we've done it, you know, nobody can really win over an audience. They're just there to see, they're there because they like cars, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now on the Earnhardt I, stage, <laughs> I, Sunday, Sunday, I, Sunday. I, I, actually, I actually think somebody like Shauna Na should regroup and just do it, because <laughs> I think that they probably go over bigger than anybody, you know. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, in, in your, your decades of music experience, who's the biggest dick in rock and roll? <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. Without outing yourself. To no, no. Be quiet, you. <laughs> you mean musician-wise? Yes, musician-wise. Who's who's the biggest dick you've ever played with? The, the biggest dick that I've ever played with. I think Bruce Hornsby was kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a story behind that? <laughs> I love it. Well, we were doing like we we're doing like the Christmas gym in the in in uh, Asheville one year, and this friend of mine, his name is he, you know Mike Ferris from Screaming Cheetah Wheelies. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoops, <laughs> I made a mistake. There. <laughs> you know, uh, you know Mike, you know the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies. Yeah, sure. yeah, sure. Yeah, Mike Ferris is a is a drop dead amazing singer. He sings this Al Green song about going down to the river, and um, and. Mike wanted to sing it, and Bruce Hornsby wouldn't let him do it. And I was like, what a dick. Really? <laughs> that's the blind guitar player, right? Oh, no, that's Jeff, that's Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Healy, sorry. That's Jeff Healy. <laughs> <Jeff Healy. laughs> uh, have you ever heard the version of, uh, of uh, have you ever heard my dick doing Bruce Hornsby songs? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this no, is, this is This is uh, <laughs> there's a band out of Massachusetts called My Dick. and uh, They just uh, play, well, you'll hear. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, these guys, they just do a bunch of songs and they, they just say my dick over and over again. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of bands from New Jersey, do you know me and my wife discovered one day that there's a band from New Jersey called Fly Me Courageous? Wow. And oh, really? Yeah, they're in the band. And I looked on their website, and I called I called their fan club or whatever. <laughs> I was like, see, see, do you guys do, um, do you guys do like, the Driving and Crying song? They were like, who? <laughs> and the Driving and Crying, Fly the Crazy was like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> so they weren't the Driving and Crying tribute band? They were just they called had, that? They knew nothing no, about the band. No, I didn't have to even heard of us. <laughs> <laughs> How weird is that? I don't know. You look them up on the computer when you get off here. Right. Look up Flavie Crazy. Call them and ask them to be on your show. I will. <laughs> it's like Mr. Brownstone. We don't it's even like, cover Guns N' Roses. Kevin's like, I'm going to call these guys up. They're going to they're gonna flip their lids. They're going to lose their mind when I call. I'm like, I'm the dude from Driving well, Crying. They're like, who I are wanted, you? I wanted to get like a sticker or a t-shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple questions for you, and if I don't ask them, my audience will kill me. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, I know, well, now you might have an answer for this. What is your favorite Crocus tape? Are you into old Crocus? 
I don't have any crocus records. Ah, on well, guess, no, good because they're horrible. I'm more I'm more into wishbone ash. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can we play uh, driving and crying songs? Yes. All right, because I, I don't have a music license, I, <laughs> so I get permission from every band. Absolutely, you can right. play whatever you want. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, uh, Dave stole my biggest asshole in music question. Um, all right, here's one. I'm sorry about this. Do you do you when you use the bathroom when you go number two in the piece you do? Do you stand up to wipe or do you remain seated? Everybody's seated. Yeah, all right, that's, that's my answer. John's the only one I know in the world who stands up. And You're crazy. It's fifty fifty. You nut. Get out of here. <laughs> we have to subject you to that, Kevin. Thank you for asking me. And uh, how well, far, it's, what, it's, how, well, it's now, now here. This, this is, but there is a there is a there is a condition on that. Now, like when I'm in Costa Rica and I'm in the middle of the woods, uh, yeah, there's a there's a it's like a halfway thing. <laughs> ah, so right, so okay, all right, so yeah, okay. you, you know, like, you're like you know. Most people in the world, I don't think, usually have seats. <laughs> I right. think they just gotta. Well, that's... You know, it's very free. You know, it's very free to just go in the woods in the morning, like just walk over. <laughs> it's actually a lot less ceremony than there is in America. Yeah, it's very, very natural. You just kind of like, okay, did that over. You kick it out your pant leg and you move on down the road <laughs> in Jackson, yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. Well, uh, if, really you, lot, if you really get a lot easier than I thought, you know. <laughs> uh, I think uh, later in the night after the show, and uh, when you're when you're relaxing, you should uh, ask Peter Buck if he stands or sits to wipe as well. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need to know that. Can you can you get Peter Buck to call on the show and let us know that one question? That'd be yeah, that's all we want to ask I him. He, I think he would probably just roll his eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who would not call into anything. So. Yeah, especially I don't this think show. he would. I don't think he would answer that. <laughs> that's why we love you, Kevin. You could tell him that uh, he, we've had such guests on as uh, Kevin from Driving and Crying. <laughs> there you go. That will impress him. So, uh, uh, what was the other? Well, I I don't know. Uh, John Popper, <laughs> uh, did he try to stab you or anything like that? Am I what? Did John Popper try to stab you or shoot you or anything like that? No, no, he did uh, not. He just showed up and played music. Shoot you? Hmm. He showed, Well, actually, I didn't see him ever play the music. He played on the record, but Warren oh. Haynes was producing it, and uh, he drove in from Philly at like four in the morning or something and did it. Do you watch yeah, I don't know what the hell was up with that. I, I wasn't there. So I, I have to. You you mentioned uh, the the Almond Brothers come up. Uh, so now that uh, now that they're they're short two members, if they were to ask you to play, would you would you accept? Uh, what instrument? <laughs> First question for Clarity. yeah, those guitar licks, man. I don't the, know the organ since Greg Almond yeah. doesn't know how to Do you think you could handle? No. You think you could handle some guitar? I, I would probably uh, no. I don't think I, I don't think I could handle it. It's but, tough. All right. How about uh, yeah. singing? You could sing that. I mean, those like tunes. auto harp, like auto harp, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe some sort of sax set. Maybe if they need a sax set, you know, like you some play, sort of recorder solo. You can play bongos with JMO. <laughs> or I could I could do some uh, like beats. Maybe I could do some, maybe I could do some beats. <laughs> Produce some beats. Do you know uh, like, Juju from the Beat Nuts does that? We're having him in there. You know how Warren, you know how Warren kind of rescued them and got them on the right path. Maybe, I, maybe I should just just totally deconstruct them and turn them into like <laughs> just take take them off that path. <laughs> like a like an Americana band, like no solos. <laughs> I'm moving all those shows at the Beacon Theater to uh, Grand Victory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Grand Victory, and then uh, cut out all the solos so the shows are only like 45 minutes long. <laughs> exactly right. Well, your favorite band is the Ramones. Is that correct? No. 
That those, is my favorite band. Really nice. Yep. That's awesome. Too. I was going to ask you that. Solos are yeah. for chumps, unless you're in driving and crying. Then you could take a 10 minute <laughs> I mean, solo if you want. Yeah, I think uh, the Ramones. Uh, and then uh, my favorite rock, my favorite, like, uh, guitar guy was Robert Trower, man. I loved Robert Trower. That's awesome. I saw Robert Trower play in the 70s when I was, like, 13, and he blew my mind. You're but also- he's not big in the South at all. Like, in Milwaukee, he played sold-out stadiums and arenas, and it was it was massive. And then I moved down south, and nobody, he's not really that big down there. You're Crazy. Also, you're also a, uh, a big replacements fan, are you? I play with the replacements a couple of times. Really? Yeah, I mean, Paul Westerberg's great. Yeah, I knew that. I play with the replacements. Uh, in fact, I have a funny story about the replacements. I played with them in, like, 86 in Athens. And I was in the van with my bong. I was sitting to Robert Trower, <laughs> and, and Paul Hitzerberg knocks on the side of the knocks on the door and opens the door. And I'm taking a big bong hit, listening to Robert Trower. And he goes, "That's what I thought." <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Last time, uh, one of the last times I saw you play in the city, uh... it's Tommy's default. That's awesome. So cool. It is. It is. It's so weird. it's like a nervous tick. You don't have to do that. Go ahead. No, it's true. A little radio I, lesson for you. Thank the, you. The la- the last time I saw Kevin play was uh the Barry Electric when the replacements documentary was out and they uh they did like a post show kind of jam with a bunch of different people like Jesse Mallon and stuff and uh you got up there and I think you did Here Comes a Regular, right? Yeah, I I've been doing that for like a year or so. I've been yeah, I like it. I that's awesome. Uh, that was great. You know who was really great that night? Well, Tommy Ramone was like a blue, Mississippi blues singer. He was so good. Really? Tommy Ramone yeah, got up there was, and sang Mississippi Tommy blues? Ramone is like a great blues singer. Are you kidding me? We had Richie on the show. He didn't sing anything. <laughs> and Mark no, just yelled Tom, at us. Tommy, Tommy's like a Delta blues singer. What? He was amazing. <laughs> I don't believe this for a second. I gotta look this up. Was uh was Marky Ramone? Have to look him up. Was Marky invite him to come do a sh- song on your show? He's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Was uh was Marky out front selling his pasta sauce? <laughs> Marky never liked me. Yeah, Marky doesn't like me. I don't think Marky likes anyone. We asked Richie about Marky. He said, uh, you know, so we asked him some question, and Richie goes, I, I'm not a fan of anything Marky does. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah. It seems to be a divided uh, character. In I like, I like. I thought CJ did a great job of filling in, though. I yeah, thought he did. did. We agree. Uh, well, yes. But we you know, Marky played on most of the records, and he's a, you know, he's sure he's the real Ramon. You know, he, he was great. You know, I thought I, I thought he was a great drummer, and I was, I, I thought he was awesome. Yeah, you know? I disagree with the uh, the uh, CJ Ramon song where they call Marky a, a homo or something, right? What, <laughs> what? is it? What's that line? <laughs> What's that, that line? He's like, Marky's in the back uh, sucking wiener or something. Come on, Tommy, <laughs> that's, that's help me not out. not a remote song. <laughs> I toured with CJ for three weeks, and I do not remember any of that. <laughs> I don't remember in the song, yeah. the R-A-M-O-N-E. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sucking each other off in the back. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. He t- he takes a dig at him in the song. I'm like, come on. That's not the, really? the spirit of the I didn't remote. know that. No? I never heard that. You, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm talking out of my uh, ass here. I think you had a weird dream. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's probably a dream. <laughs> Must have eaten some weird chicken vindaloo. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pasta fagioli last night. It kept me up all night with the agitus. What did you call me? <laughs> so. so yeah, Kevin. When uh, when do you think you're uh, making it back up to New York again? Uh, you playing anything? Anything planned? Or you just uh, come up for that? I am. I'm playing. I think I'm playing at the Mercury Lounge on I think May 18th or 15th, something like that. Wow. Okay. Love that place. Yeah, May 15, 16, 17, 18, something in there. I play Mercury Lounge. 
We'll go and then we're out. playing. And then I think we're playing uh, in August again at like some sort of outdoor festival. Uh, so we'll be playing in May and once in August, and then and then when I'm in town, I usually play like like a, if I'm in town, there's a place called Antwines. I usually it's in arms. Sorry. Oh, fuck. What are you doing? Shit! I fucked up the whole radio show. Uh, Tom Clark's right. Treehouse at the two A on Sunday nights. I usually do that. That's awesome. Well, awesome. So we're we're definitely gonna come out and uh, and say hi in person when uh, when you're back in town. And uh, where do where do you live when you're not on the road? At Greenpoint. Oh, really? Yeah, it's local. Oh, yeah, I live a block. I live a block yeah. from the Broken Land Bar in Greenpoint. Which is where you got to come in here sometime. Then we'd love to have you in. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't have to. It's all right. I'll let you off the hook. You know? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll it sound you. like you I'll wanted to come. Song. We'll, we'll find some really weak weed for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <so> you just, <laughs> I know. Thank you. I know where to get the dirt weed. I could do it. So we'll, I need we'll, dirt weed, man. We'll, I know. I don't we'll, want it to really work. No, we'll, to, yeah, we'll roll like, you up a joint okay. that'll do nothing. <laughs> Great. Yeah, was, Shake from the middle school down the street. <laughs> all, all the seeds will pop. I was telling Kevin about this place, and he was really digging it. So I think Kevin, you'd love it down here. You come down, it would be really cool. Yeah, man. Well, I would uh, love it if you. We'll we'll, we'll uh, stock up the bar with your favorite drink because it is a bar we're broadcasting from. Bring, all right, bring the, bring the van. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So thanks. When you run into Tommy Rockstar in a bar, what's his pitch? Like, what did, what did he do? He's like, like hi, you, I'm, I'm Tommy just... Rockstar, and then, uh, I I uh, know who you are. You're were Kevin you... from Driving and Crying, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan. And uh, that's awesome, man. Can you tell me a story? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That's was, awesome, bro. Did he? Did, were you guys just hanging out? Like he he purports, or well, were you, met, like did I he approach met, you? I met him through I met him through Aaron at the Trash Bar. Ah, uh, right. Love Aaron. Yeah, Aaron from the Trash Bar introduced me to him, and he's doing his t-shirts and. Uh, and then Tommy told me a story about getting his Guns N' Roses tattoos. <laughs> we so, haven't heard that one yet. That <laughs> so like uh, some of these other... I, think, uh, I, pers- I personally think he should, since he got all of Guns N' Roses, he should try to get their roadies now. <laughs> on my, on That's my a great ass. idea, yeah. Like, like on, his, Biff. On, his, on his thigh or something, like his calf. Like, <laughs> Phil. Try to try to find all the roadies. Kevin, you'd appreciate this, but I've actually met like the ancillary Donner. members of Guns N' Roses, like uh, dudes like Gilby Clark and even Matt Storm. Yeah. And they actually yep. themselves volunteered to, to autograph me, and then I'd put <laughs> polls on Facebook asking my friends if I should keep it or let it wash off in the shower, and unanimously <laughs> everybody would just say, let it wash off. Sometimes. So they've come and gone. Hey, roadies, roadies are people too, man. <laughs> I like how you laugh I was, hysterically. After I, was a, I was a, I was a roadie first before I was anything. Well, I mean, who'd you roadie for? In all fairness, Tommy blew them in order to get the autographs oh. for, the, for the Roses guys in the first place. So I, I don't know if they need the tattoo. <laughs> I was, I was, a, I was a roadie for punk rock bands in the seventies, like in uh, the Lubricants and the. The Haskells and the Girl Scouts and yeah, things like that. The Oil Tasters. Earn your stripes. This is real punk rock stuff. And that, you know, I've been walking around since Tommy told me uh, that you were going to call in. I walked around with the goddamn riff for that song in my head all week. That's that's a (laughs) who came up with that riff? Is that you? It's infectious. Which one? And I oh. remember this. And Dave's Dave's a little younger than us, so I'm like, you don't remember this song? He's like, no. I'm like, man, this song is all over the radio like crazy. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you the secret. <laughs> okay, okay. the secret the, the secret to that song is, I try with I was trying to do this song called Ray Charles by Ray Charles 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, say? yeah. That's the riff. Holy <laughs> shit. That's it. I was trying to play what I see on my guitar. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I can't tell you how many songs that's I've it? written like that, trying to emulate another song. I'm like, oh, this well, is mine now. That's lame. I never do that. You're, that's for <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. That is the same riff. That's it. Yeah. You're a fraud. And, 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 when we, and when we play it live at the end, it goes, bah, 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 da, 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 and I go, Baby, what I say. Baby, what I say. Nice. So. When, you, when you go out and do these like acoustic gigs and stuff, when it's just you or a couple other musicians, and it's like I've watched a couple things where it was, you know, it's a pretty low key thing. Do you do you still whip that song out and do it like a you know a mellow version? Yeah, yeah, I do a mellow version of it. I, I do I do every song I ever wrote in if I if I can deconstruct every, everything I have. Usually that that one turns out to be kind of a hippie jam. It's like boom, boom, do, 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 do. and like, like you know that was kind of like a hippie jam. That's like what Cindy Lauper does now. Girls just want to have fun. It's like total reggae right now. She's got to oh. like reinvent it. A little <laughs> that sounds bit. terrible. <laughs> reinvent this. Wow. Well, All right, Kevin. I don't. I, a reggae is about the only genre I, I will not touch. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. I really don't. Besides Bob Marley, this is going to sound really ignorant to me, but I really don't dig reggae. Let me get some reggae. Gives me, gives me a headache. I, I know, think that the, I think the, cl- the Clash the Clash version of reggae I think is pretty awesome, but that's about as far as white people reggae I want to hear. Have you and, heard you know, the like, Guns N' Roses version? <laughs> no, <let's not laughs> no, I have, I have not. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Actually, this is from YouTube. It's 25 minutes of uh, Axl Rose just yelling, give, give me some reggae in a loop. Sorry. Yeah, well. Yeah. I'll listen to that. He's, he's really great at other things. <laughs> you know, Kevin, I, I, I have to say I keep thinking about uh, your comment about Chris Blackwell and, and find, being like the local vore of music and finding people that are indicative of that sound. That's really a, that's an interesting thing. I, I, I never thought of it that way. You kind of blew my mind with that a little bit. So. Thank you. Well, cool. <laughs> and, well, you're uh, very welcome. And uh, yeah, thanks for calling in. I this, I know we took a lot more of your time than we meant to, but this was awesome and and very uh, insightful interview. We appreciate your uh, your candor well, and uh, awesome. Uh, thanks for calling well, in. Man. Well, thanks, guys. We'll keep on keeping on, y'all, and take care of Tommy Rockstar there. <laughs> All right, yeah, and, we'll uh, take care. We we'll, we won't bust his uh, chops too bad. Is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> tell us where you're going to be at, or is it just uh, you have a website or anything like that? You want to tell people? About? Uh, it's just drivertocrying dot com and uh, and the, all of the EP songs, songs, the song series, songs from the laundromat, songs about car space and the Ramones, songs about. The psychedelic time clock and songs for the turntable—they're all on iTunes. So check the, them out. You, can, you don't have to buy them; you can just listen to like thirty seconds of them. No, we'll play like, some. Oh, we'll, we'll play some of that stuff. <laughs> will, will we? Yeah. Do you have it in your pocket or something, Tommy? Actually. Because I <laughs> just uh, just just go to iTunes and just play like 30, 13 seconds of them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you ever hear a payola? I'm not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, our 11 listeners are appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> Many more I'll on the podcast. You, I'll send you, you guys take care of me, I'll send you over some pierogies. Oh, cool. <laughs> send us over some uh, vinyl tapes with the corner cut off, promotional cut. <laughs> there you go. Thanks that's, so much, Kevin. All. We all be good, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, thanks man. Be careful, be safe hey. out there, and uh, good luck, buddy. Rock on. Have, you too, bud. Thanks. Have a great show. Good guy. There okay, he goes. Thanks. There's Kevin. We forgot to ask him why there's no I in his name. <laughs> he just hung up. <laughs> that was a good interview. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. great. Great. Team. Oh, are we still on the air? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
thought we were just talking on the phone. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, we just totally ran into each other in a bar, and it just happened like that, you know? I tried to get fucking... <laughs> That's uh, how I used to get laid, and you just meet, like, dudes in, in bands. <laughs> 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 I was actually there for a birthday party for a girl whose party didn't even start yet, and I was like, I gotta get out of here, and I just happened to catch him and his, his wife, and they're great people, and it just came organic. All right, great job, Tommy. Thank you. Uh, that's a great get, and uh, Kevin was an awesome guest. Yep. See, you were, you're all worried. We're gonna, like, you know... Me and Dave had one question between us. You said you were going to make notes. I don't see anything in your hand except for a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I, I pretty rough day today. But. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. What were you doing in New Jersey? Mer- everything merch. All right, we I, knew it was merch related. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been delivering th- Heineken uh, cozies to, to uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Yola Tango yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> I've been everywhere. I've been like uh, Cypress Hills, uh, the Wyckoffs Avenue, everywhere. I've been all over today. <laughs> Cypress Hills, they're pretty big. Yeah. All right, um, let's take a break. It's been... An hour and a half. So thank you, Kevin, for calling in. And uh, <laughs> we'll be back after this. That's awesome. Uh, what's happening? Dave, you screwed it up. I didn't again. touch anything. Stop touching everything. Sorry, my fault. Don't bang on the bar. I hate YouTube. I should. I downloaded this. I don't know what happened. You're just go. driving and crying Woo! with Fly Me Courageous on CBS FM. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm live from the barrage. Don't forget to our, uh, go to our iTunes and give us a review. We'll be right back. Yeah.
That was We Ride. We Ride On with something. Before that was a band no one could guess who they were. Some of the guesses were uh, the Cro-Mags and uh, Probot. Disappointing. <laughs> I can't believe you listened to that and didn't know. Helmet. Um, we also had, uh, who else? Rob Zombies, Bio- Biohazard. Ugly None kid, of those ugly kid are, joke? are correct. No, that's not in the same genre, but it's fine. What's... I can't find my biohazard thing. I'm all miscombrule. The um and uh, I don't know what else did we listen to. We listened to "Stabbed in the D" by Seminars. I love that band, Seminars. And before that was "Fly Me Courageous" by little band out of uh, everywhere America. In America called "Driving and Crying." Yes, thank you. And we're back live. And that was uh, sick of it all. That was, yeah, was sick of it all. No one got that. I was offering a free small T-shirt to whoever whoever could guess. Tisk tisk tisk. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Scott liked it though. I want I want to play more Scott oriented music, which Scott. is like Scott Primus. <laughs> I actually listened to Primus this week. <coughs> Tommy the Cat. Sorry I don't know why that. I got in my head. <laughs> I, I would rather listen to Fish. I wanted to ask Dave this question because I I always try to chronologically place the best place best best bass players in my life. In in my head, you know, and I, uh, how do you feel about Les Claypool on the level of like great bass players? I say we need Les Claypool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give him like before you answer, like think about like the, technically how proficient he is, and if that matters at yeah, all. Yeah, well, it's it's the whole cup stacking stacking argument. Well, you want to see a guy do something interesting artistically, or do you want to see someone who could play really fast and and is proficient at his? Thing? You know, it's like what. Like Steve Vai. It's the difference between uh, you look at the Mona Lisa's or you look at the fucking uh, Twin Towers. It's a couple squares, you know? Right, guy's really good at building. This is the most retarded uh, uh, analogy. analogy ever. It's, it's appropriate but for you know a I'm man saying. wearing a sweatshirt that looks yeah, like No that. one wants to listen to Joe Satriani's music, except for guys who sit in their basement in Queens and play fucking guitar all day. And you pretty, just described yeah. us. No, I described all the all the. I don't uh, practice. <laughs> yeah, practice. Oh, come on now. I don't know how to play guitar. I really don't. I play. I write songs, and I know how to play those, and I know a pentatonic scale, and that's a, that's pretty much it. Now you know how to solo. Terrible. <laughs> I know how to solo my own songs. My own songs are dumb. When I started, and it's easy. When I started playing guitar, I was like, I just need to know how to play Chuck Berry songs. And after that, I was just like, I'm done. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, you know, maybe I've gotten, maybe I've gotten a little bit better at like changing chords. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't think I'm, I'm. I, I would never describe myself as a. Whenever someone asks you like that weird thing, when someone who's not in the scene is like, oh, so you, uh, you have a band. Uh, what do you play? And I, and, and I always feel weird. I, I, I say guitar, but I don't feel like I'm a guitarist. I feel right. like I, I. I write songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I use that to play them. I much know? rather listen to music like that than Cliffs of Dover by Eric Johnstron or whatever. You know, <laughs> it's they want you to just go watch instructional videos of, of guys like practicing. You know, the same thing with drums. These guys that do these crazy solos and they're boring to listen to. Yeah, I can't. I can't get down with shredders and stuff like that. But I'd rather listen to you know Steve Jordan hit the snare drum as hard as he can. Smash then it. listen to some. I'll take blood. Carmine of apathy to his twenty-minute solo. I'll take blood over precision any day, you know, it's just, <laughs> if given the choice. Absolutely. So, in, to answer your question, Tommy, yep. the best bass player of all time is Didi Ramon. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Les Claypool. I mean, I, I saw, I saw Primus a couple times, and and 
I, I don't know. It was one of those things where I was at the right age where I, like, I went to the shows, but I wasn't really into them. And um, I, there's something about it that was just like impersonal. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Like it was just, it was, I, I didn't feel like uh, it meant anything to me. Right. It was like really like, oh, you're going to a rock show, you know, like, and, and, and as far as bass players go, I think the best bass players are the ones that like are also contributing to the songs and uh and aren't flashy so if, if i if i if i notice the bass i hate to say this if i notice the bass unless it's a soul song like if i if i notice the bass in a rock and roll song someone's doing something wrong right? <laughs> i can't, I can't agree. Wrong you know as a bass player i can't agree with you on that but i know what you mean <laughs> you don't mind finding out it's james jamerson yeah tommy subscribes to the being seen not heard school of bass i've always have them that's <laughs> where i got my name from big uh showman whipping the hair around but i'll tell you what though i learned that the hard way though like listening to my old records from the 90s that while hear myself and, and realize I should have been staying lower and being more like you know rhythmic with it and not trying to be flashy and high endy and that's right. something I learned as I matured as a musician I'll agree with you on that this is a uh, music talk on live from the barrage it just made me really sad when I would listen to latex generation stuff and I was like oh I can't hear Joe's guitar because uh, Tommy's bass is too loud <laughs> well, so, you know, while, while, while he was wearing the Charlie Brown t-shirt Tommy got yeah, totally and justice for all on those records you still have that t-shirt somewhere <laughs> those of our audience shirt. listening who doesn't who don't no, Tommy used to be in a uh, 90s punk rock band called Latex Generation. Latex Federation. They were uh, reasonably popular. Mm. They warped toward it. That was Those are fun years, man. Warped! They've got a Wikipedia page. <laughs> a Joe Latex-inspired Wikipedia page. <laughs> but, uh, like, bass players Hulk- like... Hulkamania page is what I'm calling him from now on. I was I like- on your Hulkamania page. I learned a lot from like guys like Matt Freeman, you know, like the dudes like that, like walk around the. the He's too board. good to play punk rock. I know. Though. It's like know. you listen to like Maxwell Murder, and you're yeah. like, no, that's no. Mike Watt. Yeah, Mike Watt's great. Um, Mike Watt, that whole thing with the Mike Watt, know. I feel like he got good by accident, though. I, I'll accept his kind of his his brand his brand of virtuosity is okay with me. Uh, I think uh, there's something about just necessitated his style of playing because of the Minutemen and because of yeah. D Boone's guitar style. It was like so such a he needed to fill in the gaps, and it kind of I feel like that's where his style came from. But if you watch him, like when you watch him play with the Stooges, he doesn't try and do anything crazy. He's playing, he's playing what? Oh yeah, what? Uh, what Alexander or then later Ron Ashton played? Oh, that's good. Like yeah. he's not trying. Ashtron. To, <laughs> Ashtron, he's not. He's <laughs> what about like guys like I know you're gonna where well, your answer is gonna be but, like Tron, Flea. The flea, <laughs> flea is just way too like just funky for me. But like <laughs> I'm isolating the shit out of that. <laughs> Flea's just too funky. Uh, Flea's just like way too funky for me. <laughs> My first isolation. You. You're such a Samantha. But what about like guys like Sting, for example? I just want to know your opinion on Sting? it. Sting? For, forget about the personality, but like from a bass playing perspective. I used to love the police when I was a kid. And, right. uh, I did too, actually. I had like their box. I like, like the, the songwriting. They were a good band. Yeah, they are good songs, but uh, I don't know. I'm just like, for some reason, as I get older, I just dislike the police. I they, did, were, they were good. They were good, they really but... Were. Uh, but does that translate into? I don't want to listen to the police right now. Yeah, it's great, well, but I'm tired that. of it. I can't yeah. listen to it anymore. It's over. Yeah. I, I it's a, over. I that's a, why they stopped. I had a really, and I know Chris. If 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 Chris Woody McDermott's listening to, to the show, he's <laughs> I don't think he's on tonight. Okay, I've I've had an internal struggle since I found out that Morrissey was playing because I like kind of I kind of want to go, but I also kind of don't want to go. Right. And Morrissey's I, playing where? He's playing at Barclays, and uh, and and I, you're gonna go to Morrissey. I mean, I, I saw, him, I've seen him a couple times, and it's always, <sighs> it's always an entertaining. No, he's always good. Oh, people, really? A lot of people do. He puts on a great show. What does he juggle or something? Because his music <laughs> sucks. <laughs> he spins plates on sticks. Panic on the streets of London. 
Don't throw a water bottle at me or I'll leave. We were trying to come up. Last time I saw him, I was trying to. We were trying to come up for with a name for all the guys that dress and look exactly Actually, like him. Actually, I've met a lot of people after the show at a bar and like, where'd you come from? He's like, oh, Marcy. Yeah, ladies we, we, and gentlemen, the best, Morrissey. The best we could do was Morris sequels, but uh, <laughs> th- th- we couldn't do any better than that. But look at him do. juggle. Lessesies. Well, which is funny that you play this because they look like Otho from Beetlejuice. Like, because they're all just right, like right. fat dudes who look like Morrissey look, just look like Otho from Beetlejuice. And uh, He puts on a magic show. Yeah. <laughs> Morrissey the Magnificent. <laughs> I love the music in the back. The great Morrissey. <laughs> He's spinning plates. <laughs> I'm so sad. So sad. <laughs> He's not sad Everyone's though. He's kind of a dick. He's like, I mean, like, I don't eat meat. It's murder, you fucking jerk. Hey, you know what, jerk? Whether I go see him, I'm totally gonna read his book because I'm sure that that's fucking awesome. Everybody keeps talking about this book. How huh. great it is! I don't know when it comes out. I know it's only out in England right now. <laughs> really? It's not out. Like my friends have been reading it here. No? He's yeah, riding. He's riding a giant ball. beach ball. Yeah. <laughs> he's fighting a bear now with a cane. <laughs> the visions in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey Circus. <laughs> I think you're onto something. I like it. I like Morrissey Circus. I think we should do it. Cirque du Soleil Morrissey. C- Cirque du Morrissey. This should be Mario's theme song too when he comes in. Any other suggestions? No, I'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Morrissey. Yeah, let's have a big hand for him. Coming up to the main stage. There he is. <laughs> There's Morrissey juggling. And <laughs> like, what a bit. That was beautiful. Uh, the the big Morrissey uh, excuses. Well, I don't really like Morrissey, but I like the Smiths. No, I, I like Morrissey. Do you? You can isolate that. <laughs> I've seen Morrissey twice. <laughs> I just, He's going to play hand in glove with a bunch of water glasses. <laughs> Conan Neutron, you're on the air. Is this Morrissey talk? I'm yeah, on you're, you're on Morrissey talk here on Live from the Barrage. Do, do you Don't a, bring your Johnny Marr shit here, okay? Do you have an opinion on Morrissey? <laughs> Not really, actually. Although I did think the, uh, the, the whole thing is actually a pretty astute observation. It's always funny to see anyone with a pompadour that's carrying a lot of weight. Is there panic on the streets of Oakland right now? That's what we want to know. <laughs> that's a new tribute band. They're playing down the Gilman. <laughs> that's pretty good. Dude, please get together with Steve V and start a, uh, a, uh, a Marcy tribute band called Panic on the Streets of Oakland and only play in Oakland. <laughs> awesome. right, if you could do that for me, yeah. Hang up and go do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, so it has nothing to do with uh, favorite bass players, which is what the chat box is going on about, and I'm sorry for taking that off task, too. But uh, thanks for calling into the uh, one-off show on Wednesday. You did great, man. Oh, thanks, man. I, 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 I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Thanks for having me on. It was nice hearing you in a non-running-a-show environment. Right, and, but also being uh, conversational and telling stories and things like that, and it was uh, kind of a. The, the only bummer thing is, I guess, since it's their infrastructure, like that's a rate, like Radio Valencia is a established sort of low power pirate radio station. Okay, and they they run their own podcasts and, and stuff like that. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing, um, kind of like a whole mission control in there. But I don't know when that archive is going to be up, and I have like no way of. No, that's like, no uh, problem. That's cool. I just like that. to hear it back because. Uh, you know, I, I try to let you guys talk and not be like you know, radio guy. It was tough. Well, yeah, it, it, I, your restraint was definitely appreciated for sure. And, and it's funny because the original conceit of it was I was going to completely take it over, but 
it kind of quickly became clear. I was like, oh, no, we're, I'm going to be co-hosting. Yeah, this. that was weird because uh, then I guess your fiancé started uh, friended me on Facebook. Did she tell you about this? Oh, no. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Really? You don't even know. She started sending me crazy messages, bud. You get oh, the, yeah. You're a huge message. Get her in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get her in line. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So she goes, uh, she then she starts saying about the uh, the co-host guy is a bummer because they, he's always, he was like, kind of on top of you. But I thought you did a great job of uh, of of taking over the show. I thought, I thought you did a superb job, actually. It was really, uh, it was pleasant to listen to. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, it was a... It was a lot of fun, and there's definitely, like, I would not have had the hot tub slash bong water noises going the entire time had it been completely my choice, right. for sure. Right. That's, <laughs> but, is that, like, his signature that goes on through every show? Yeah, because that show is called Dante's Hot Tub. So, like, he wanted to keep uh, that in. I'm like, okay, whatever it is. It's, <laughs> it's, your, it's your show. Uh, but I think it was really funny that we, we talked about, for those that did not listen to it, that we talked about uh, the Raj episode where you interviewed uh, Question Mark for quite yes, a bit. we did. I'm sorry, and I went on too got, long. He got really into looking up uh, banal minutia on Wikipedia about question mark. That's and, right. Like, I, answering back with like facts and like no, dude, nobody cares. <laughs> We're way past that now. I put him to work on that Hulkamania. <laughs> he was really into it, man. Yeah. Stop trying to make and Hulkamania it, work. It's I'm going to make Hulkamania work, damn it. It's it has not the a, same amount of syllables as Wikipedia. We've got, we've not got a the thing. velvet painting here now. God damn it. <laughs> what sound should we just have? Cause, just because your painting ended up on Thrill List doesn't mean that. <laughs> My painting? Oh, <laughs> I painted that. Yeah. What uh, What sound should we use here on Live from the Barrage constantly in the background? I'm thinking this. Just constantly. <laughs> four <laughs> hours. <laughs> whole show. Four hours of it. I'm thinking that. I, I, so, Dave, how was your weekend? I'm thinking of uh, maybe a jerk in it sound. <laughs> You're like fat. fat. How about some airplanes? <laughs> We're talking to Ke- <laughs> Ke- Nice. We're talking to uh, Kevin Kenny of Driving and Crying. So Kevin, <laughs> what's touring like? That sounds crazy. Are you guys like? So what do you do to relax, Kevin? <laughs> well, I uh, like to smoke dirt weed and uh, pull so anyway, over we- on the side of the road. Tony Neutron on the line here. <laughs> how about just a drill <laughs> Or how about this Throughout the whole show Eat a fucking bag of dicks For all I care Just really low And constantly underneath Everything <laughs> we're saying Eat a fucking loose. bag of dicks <laughs> Lower, For all lower. I care <laughs> That sounds like That sounds like a menacing line From a movie Doesn't it Like it sounds like It sounds like the turning point Of like a teen bullying movie like, <laughs> <laughs> Eat a fucking dicks For all I care the movie Tarantino yeah. didn't make. <laughs> Sorry, Conan. Go ahead. Please. Uh, no, I only got two more things. I just want to say that it was cool to be Continue. able to you for, for uh, giving New York locations as if anybody that was listening to that show had any frame of reference whatsoever. Right. Because you do that a lot in your show, and it makes sense because you broadcast out of New York. But that, that was nice. Uh, and a very funny moment. It was a visual radio moment. You mentioned we were talking about risk reward. You were talking about recording. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Steve. And I was like, oh, you mean Steve Albini? And then I kind of made a gesticulation, and uh, John, the host, kind of like looked over. I said, Steve Albini walked into the room at that exact moment in time. But that was a very oh. funny visual thing. Uh, you you albini the radio show. I, I did, yes. So I, I got to be a bit of a dick. It was awesome. Uh, thanks for being a part of it. Anytime. Uh, anytime I can be, uh, help you be a dick, I'm in. <laughs> I love to be a dick. 
So I'll, I'll let you get back to uh, Facebook messaging with my fiance and uh, have a good rest of the show. Yeah, uh, I, I will explain that. Uh, Conan, please, what's, please Conan, do. What's uh, what's her pet name for you? Are, are you Coney? Like, what do what do you what's uh, what does she call you when she's? Oh, as soon her? as I became friends with her, she posted a status update today that said she loved cuddling with Conan and feeling his warm body. She's and really guilty. Oh, man, so romantic. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting pretty explicit. <laughs> Connor's like, oh man, well, just, what do I do? I here? got that book, uh, the uh, the King in Yellow, that the Truth Detective is um, Truth Detective, you know, yeah. loosely, loosely based on, right. and uh, she she's been reading that, so apparently it's some kind of uh, intense stuff. She and was she was messaging me all symbols from emoji from True Detective, like weird satanic <laughs> symbols. <laughs> Building your I believe it. I tried to answer with the most vanilla answers ever. Like, uh, that's awesome. That's what I say. Sounds great. And she was like, I just want to put antlers on you and ride you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I'm like, you're right. Conan's doing fantastic. <laughs> I want you she's to be really... my be my yellow king. No. It was, it was... She, she, she's really into all of those murder shows. Yeah. And uh, there, there's not, like, there's, she's into, like, you know, the really good ones, which, you know, I'm into. And she's into really dirtball, kind of like, really? You're watching this? And I'll sit there. I'll, I'll mock it as I'm walking by the TV. Because, like, uh, if, uh, yeah, no, dude, there's a place. Hey, hold on one second, Matt. And please, uh, call from something other than a seashell. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on one second. I'm talking to Conan Neutron. Are you in? I know. I called in to say that Conan Neutron, as a calling guest, is doing everything that I wish I could do as a calling guest, and I have nothing to say because he's already done it. Conan's already done it as a calling guest. Uh, yeah, I was just I was just echoing his comments on the uh, on the. Um, are you masturbating? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> that he, that he gave the illustrious, uh, you know, record review for. Where are, he you, said, are you sure you're a lawyer? He's this... already done everything for Indie Rock that I wish I could do possibly in in a song in and. And then I I have nothing more to say as a musician, so I I just called in to do that as a, as a calling guest. Can you uh, <laughs> so. can you end every statement that you make with the prosecution rests? <laughs> I can't hear you. What? That's not important. It's just a, a radio show. Gerwitz says what? Yeah, uh, Matt Gerwitz, of course, <laughs> um, a good friend of mine and a uh, regular listen, regular listener to the show who had. When when he he's big a hip hop guy, so he's big hip hop man. So when uh, we had, I told him we were having the beat nuts on. He sent me about 150 questions uh, via text individually, <laughs> and uh, Gallagher format. And I'm like, man, I don't have to. This is great. Like when you when someone who who's into it does the research, it's like this is awesome. I feel like a real radio host. Like somebody handed me a paper, and I'm like Larry King, and I don't give a crap about what happens, you know. And then uh, and then he didn't show up. And I didn't have the heart to tell you. Womp, womp. It was awful. Did you really expect he was going to show up? <laughs> Gerwitz had like five part questions about. It, they were all great, and I couldn't use. Them. We're going to ask. Dave's idea was that, to Ryan. That was Dave's idea was to ask the uh, questions to uh, the guy from Driving and Crying, the Juju questions, <laughs> and Matt's idea. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> look, here's Matt's. Do you consider Driving and Crying a more? Uh, Rapping producer role or more of a does the distinction mean anything to you? <laughs> He's like, I'm on the road, rock and roll. Are you more like a EPMD, Dr. Dre type of thing, or 
just a funky Queens MC who well, makes beats. In fairness, I was I was going to ask uh, both of them about crocus and wiping, so we did we did that we doubled over on those. All right, anything else, sirs? No, I just called in because I've been swearing that I would do it for months and I never did it. Well, never do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've, clearly I've learned my lesson. I have absolutely nothing to say. I told uh, you that. I, I don't mean no, that. It's I my job to, to be I mean. People love last, it. Last weekend, and it was uh, last Saturday night. It was very good. He interviewed Tony Visconti, who produced uh, ten Bowie albums, uh, T Rex, and uh, ELP. What's that? Who else? He he produced uh, T Rex and like ten David Bowie albums. If you produce and, ten uh, David Bowie albums, that means at least seven of those sucked. Are you calling us from? Are you surfing on top of a subway? Sadly, I'm sadly I'm walking home. This is the only way I can call on the show is when I'm walking home. So, okay. Um, is it windy out there in Brooklyn for, tonight? It makes for amazing radio. I know that. <laughs> and I can I can kind of hear Dave shit talking me. So. Well, Thank here's you, here's, here's what you have to do on your way home. Stop in every bar in Brooklyn, like Tommy Rockstar, and run into a celebrity and have him call in. Because that's how we get guests. Exactly. That's how we get our last five guests. Does, does anybody care who you are? No, come on the show. Great. Okay, oh. I'm in. I love me. I'll be calling in at eight thirty. Me, me. I'm netting people like fish. Anyway, just one one great story was that he he met Mark Bowen and he said, "Hey, man, you got really great fashion." And Mark Bowen said. Hey, this Shmata, yeah, my my grandmother gave it to me. It's really groovy. Shmata, can so you de- a, can you decipher that Yiddish for our uh, white listeners, uh, Catholics? Shmata, what's you? What's a Shmata? What's a Shmata for you? Shmata for me. Shmata for you. All right. Really? All right. I'm, oh, and, and uh, yeah, as per ba- the best bass player, I, I wasn't in the chat box, and I'm sure Dean Ristler is the best bass player. <laughs> in the world. I forgot to ask uh, ask Kevin. I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, you, you know Dean Ristler. I don't know why. I bet they do. I think it's just funny. Dean Ristler, of course, now oh. the current bass player of uh, Manitoba, or the yeah, Manitoba, yeah, yeah. Manitoba, plural, yeah. And we're and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to get some of those guys. Fuck them. Yeah, have we, have we ever had Dean on? Dean has been on uh, when several Woody, times. When, yeah. when Woody was on, Dean, Dean and Woody together came in the first time. And I think, and I think Dave got pissed because he thought Dean was replacing him. He's like, he's, he's not co-hosting. He's just here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's outside peeing, so we could talk about him. He uh, he's, he gets all sense. <laughs> you know, Dave. Dave did a great interview, and and I love that. So I just wanted to say that he had a lot of. Probing questions for for the dude from Gravity Dave's, Gravity Crying. Dave's got great questions. Thought, He's good. Was that Dave's? Dave's my favorite interviewer. He's good. Yeah, and he didn't say I love that, or at least I didn't hear him say that. <laughs> I, so, so. Question, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask. You. Is he back? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up now because I'm at my house, so I will let you go and do some awesome radio. And right. I'll probably say some obnoxious shit in the chat box. Go Bye. inside and have a nice JO session. For you, got, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, you want to plug uh, John's butt? You want to plug the uh, law offices of the uh, Schmedrick, Schmedrick, and Schmedrick, or wherever you're working over there, doing paperwork? Poor Matt's working 90 hour a week. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later, dude. Thanks, man. Conan, are you still there? Yeah. How are you doing? What do you think of that, Conan? Hi. That's a heck of a call. That's like the fin- that, that's like the Finnegan's wake of radio phone calls. You just got usurped. That was getting existential there for a minute. I was like, What's going on? Stream of consciousness, Matt Gerwitz calling in. Anything else, Conan? Uh, Victory and Associates. No, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, the PRF, uh, the yeah. PRF barbecue, uh, West Coast barbecue. Yeah. When yes, is yes, when yes. when is that happening, and who is playing it? Uh, so it's first weekend of May, third, uh, fourth, uh, and fifth, I believe. We have Kowloon Walled City, Porch, Thought Detecting Machine, Three Days, Leo's Pro Audio. You can find it. It's actually an old. Uh, it is an actual old Pro Audio uh, place that has been remade into a venue. And it's pretty fantastic. Cartographers <laughs> playing. Uh, your old, old guest, Eugene Robinson from Oxbow, is going to be doing a reading. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Nice. You should see what John Hulahan's doing right now. <laughs> Sorry. He just lit his gloves on fire while you were talking. It's like Nikki Six style. <laughs> well, what happened was I went to light my cigarette. I'm wearing like these uh, fingerless gloves, but the thumb is not fingerless. It's, now it's, it is. It's thumbful. <laughs> Choochless. And, I, and uh, I lit the thumb on fire, and I was giving these guys the thumbs up while my thumb was on fire, and they blew it out for me, thank, thankfully. And I tried to put the ashes on my head. Did it work? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I was assuming you were making J.O. motions with your hand all the time. <laughs> kind of was, actually. <laughs> motions? I'm J.O.ing throughout the entire show. Oh, and also, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, any any famous bands playing this festival? That... Chris Kasuga's, is, uh, his band is playing oh, as well. Feeling Gravity's Pull or Fake Canadians? Yeah, Feeling, Gra- Feeling Gravity's Pull is playing. There I mean, Calumon City is pretty big on the... On the West Coast, Nonagon's coming out practice-wise. Nice. Um, I like. A, it's gonna be a good time, man. I like the Kowloon Wall Cities. They're good. That's Ben Adrian, right? No, that's a uh, no. But Ben's band is a cartographer, and they're they're playing on Friday. Oh. So. You tell me, Ben didn't used to be in that. Uh, nobody cares about this. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes, and yet also nobody cares. Okay, and go see Victory <laughs> but, Associates tonight. Tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> Just go tonight, though, and no wait worry. there. No Just worry. go tonight. You're very misinformed tonight, John. Where? No, I, I'm miscombrolled. I said that on purpose. Just go see Victory and Celsius. There's, there's no way they're not playing tonight. It's just somewhere. impossible. you got to yeah. wait in line until tomorrow. <laughs> they're playing somewhere. Be there. Exactly. Well, God bless George W. Bush, and right. God bless America. Uh, I take it easy. Thanks, Conan. Thanks, Conan. Is there anybody else? That was the worst episode of People's Court I've ever heard. <laughs> so how'd it go in there? I'm terrible, Dick. You watched. I fucking lost. How do you feel about that? You know what the fucked up thing though is? I I worked. I might have talked about this on the air once. I uh, when I was working as a custodian, one of the guys I worked with had been on People's Court because uh, he had he had done something negligent. I forget what it was, but uh, he lost. But by agreeing to be on People's Court, they cover. Your yeah. your fees, right? Like so, right. like if you so. agree to be on it and you lose, they pay whatever you owe the other person. Actually, so can't you say like when you come out and Doug Llewellyn's like, uh, "How'd it go in there?" You could be like, "Great, I got fucking yeah. uh, it's a wash." For you me. guys covered that shit. It's I got great. a TV and I got paid. I'm done. We were talking about before Jake from Rocks Off. It's another thing. He's been on the People's Court, and you could look at it on YouTube. It's pretty uh, ridiculous episode. So that that would be a fun one, as opposed okay, to all the really good episodes that aren't ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he sued his, uh, his intern. I miss uh, Rusty the bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> that was night court. That guy, no, no, Bull. no. Rusty was the... <laughs> oh, Rusty the bailiff. You're right. <laughs> he never, he like just did, never had an expression on his face. Like didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Rusty. And this paper over there. I'm not, I'm not your I fucking... Fuck, fuck you, Wapner. <laughs> hey, Wapner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wapner. <laughs> His cards are broken. <laughs> A dog pooped in my neighbor's yard, Wapner. <laughs> you letting him off the hook? <laughs> Countersuit, Wapner. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
We know a small farm in Lincolnshire, Nebraska, where Mrs. Buckley lives. <laughs> Every July, peas grow there. You just gave Mr. King the best idea. You don't really mean that. Every July. I take direction from one person. For two, I don't sit still. Who are you, anyway? What's a gunk? We know a farm where Charlie Briggs chops up the finest prairie-fed beef. This is a lot of shit, you know. That. Uh, I think we discover what's going to be our our be- our music bed for the entire I show. I think so. From now on. I think so. <laughs> this is great. Fuck you, hot tub bubbles. It's a- all about the people's yeah. inside. I think this is it. <laughs> a gonk from outside. Do you mind telling me what that is? A gonk from outside. Roll it around. And I've got no time. You don't know what I'm up against. <laughs> I know exactly what you're up against. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Hool Hands mentions Finnegan's Wake more often than makes any sense at all. Well, that is... Who if, said that? If he meant to say that and write that, that is uh, probably the most intelligent post that's ever been <laughs> posted in the chat box. That's the Finnegan's that's Wake a of, of chat box comments. <laughs> Oh, everything's ridiculous. <laughs> Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering me? In the case of Harrison versus Rockstar. Versus a sorrow. <laughs> the sleeves came off the merch and the t-shirt shrank. <laughs> don't bring up sore subjects. <laughs> With we'll offended, talk- accused of... <laughs> Tiny t-shirts. <laughs> Case of the funky merch. <laughs> Will this merch boy relent and give his money back? He has a strict no return policy. <coughs> Next on. And then it stops and it's like a typewriter, right? Wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me try to do this. Ready? Right. Oh. <laughs> Transition. This is going to be hard. You can do it. And then in the, the case of the defendant accused of Shady screening. (laughs) (laughs) All day long. Oh, by the way, this is uh, Matthew Gerwitz works in the People's Court, I think, in his mind. (laughs) Katy Perry is coming. Fuck off, advertisements. I'm trying to run a radio show. I want to hear about Katy Perry. Does Matthew Gerwitz have that theme song in the back of his head when he works all day? <laughs> That'd be funny. You're a lawyer and you just walked around with the theme song in your head all day. Humming it, humming it to himself. <laughs> Holding your briefcase in your suit. Oh, this is the this is the, the remix? One. No, this is the original. Yeah. <laughs> he walks into the courtroom. Oh, with the got the congas. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the case of Dan Darris, sixth divorce. Correct divorce, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! This is more like seventies porn vibe. All this and more on the People's Court. <laughs> I uh, when I was a kid, I, I used to confuse Judge Wapner with uh, C. Everett Coop. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Surgeon General? Oh, that's that's weird. <laughs> and uh, don't smoke. <laughs> You're smoking. You lose. Get out of my courtroom. 
You son of a bitch. Remember when uh, Koch was the uh, host of People's Court? What, was he? Yeah. He took over, right? Yeah. Koch. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. We were making that. We were doing that before. And I was like, oh, wait, he actually. Swing and a miss. Wait, can this transition into the theme song from Shaft? Can you get that going? I want to see how similar they are. I'm not your monkey. Across 110. Oh, now we're grooving, dude. Just Check as it out. you said that. Look, this guy's got a, in the picture. This guy, this defendant or the plaintiff possibly has a, a tire in a shopping cart. Shopping cart. Judge Wapner is inspecting <laughs> these uh, truck tires. He took his job very seriously. Oh, he's the defendant. Says it right there. I love that because in a real court of law, Shaft. it has a giant. I would have no idea where to stand. Says defendant and plaintiff. So there's the judge. Doug, there's get Doug Llewellyn. <laughs> you love Doug Llewellyn. Wasn't that a Simpsons character? There's a it thing. It's hard to find the. Uh, but yeah, we talked about it before the, the People's Court uh, Saturday Night Live with John Lovitz at the devil, and he's trying to get you know he sold yeah. the guy sells his soul or whatever. And, it's the best because he comes out and Doug Llewellyn and interviews him and Phil. No, it's. He interviews him. He's like, how'd it go in there? He's like, well, you know, I lost him. Worship me. <laughs> oh, baby. And he's wearing the worst devil costume, like yeah. $5 devil costume ever. It's the best. The best is like if you watch old episodes, and I'm sure there's some on here, they're suing each other for like $25. Right. It's yeah. ridiculous. Because <laughs> yeah, the producers don't want to cover the... Like, yeah. <laughs> Best is like the guy's like, hey, I got a lot of this. I want. I have all this paperwork, and he talks out of turn. You want to see? It? He's like, ah, I don't want to see. It. Get out. Yeah, like like evidence would be inadmissible in a court because you didn't wait for the right moment to bring it up. You gotta watch. They should it. call this show mistrial. <laughs> you gotta watch that rocks off one. It's hilarious. Uh. All right, we'll see you next time here on the People's Court. <coughs> Speaking of injustice, John. Yes. Uh, we, Mara's joining us. Oh, hello. I didn't even see <laughs> the barrage. I didn't even see you over there, you little guy. I snuck in. Hello, Mario. It's How so are you? so hot and steamy in here. You couldn't see me from where you're Mario, sitting. have you ever been in court? Do you ever have a court case? Anyone ever sue you? Not sued. I've been in criminal court. Uh, for what? What'd you do, Mario? I've done a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I told you last time. I I announced on the uh, on the uh, on the uh, PA at the Grand Central Station that that the uh, train from New Jersey was delayed because of nuclear uh, accident, and that got me in a little bit of trouble. Then, Just pronounce that like George W. Bush. Then finally, in, in San Francisco, when I thought I was hanging out at the zoo, I was actually outside the mayor's office and got arrested Mario, for smoking something. Or another. Why don't you go back to the zoo, Mario? PCP. I will be going to the zoo to Stop visit bothering your people. brother, you Mike Coolahan. He's invited uh, me to the zoo in San Diego. All right, Mario, are you ready to play the Ryan game, or are you going to annoy Dave more? Because I can see <laughs> the Dave, look on I Dave's face. buddy. I missed you. I think your face is as graver than mine. I've got something stuck in my throat. I Sorry. see, I see <laughs> oh, you've really got are? a new drummer. You're auditioning for the mess around. Is that true? No, we don't. We don't want to talk about it. Oh, we don't. And where's and where's Pat? Pat, he died. I was looking forward to spinning <laughs> spinning into his microphone. Now I have to he spin got into a, yours. He got a, a. I've got that privilege. He got um tobacco juice poisoning somehow. We don't know. Rest in peace. He drank it. Rest in peace, Pat. <laughs> uh, I miss I'm, I miss him already. <laughs> he's, anyway, he's with Eddie Vedder and George Clooney in heaven. We're back on the air. Actually, he's just in the hospital. We want him to stay strong. Stay forty. Stay forty. Stay forty, Pat. <laughs> what is it, Mary? Are you here to, are you here to um, brag that uh, I kicked your ass in the shotgun shooting contest? Not only did I beat you 
and I got five out of five in the first round, while you got zero out of five. I, can't I beat shoot. the whole field, and I won I'm the gold a medal. I only shoot this arrows. They're silent but deadly. Can I hear more about this flask of water? Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that great of a gag. I filled Mario's flask with water. It was pretty good. Listen, your fruity vacation should never go up on our <laughs> Facebook page. I'm just saying that right now. My hand is still What moist. you guys do outside of the radio show has nothing to do with if life. If I have two members of the show naked, I, I have my, a picture of it. My hand is still moist from being under Ryan's towel. <laughs> moist. Yeah, it was fun. I had a great time. Thanks moist. for filling my flask with water. I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, this whiskey tastes pretty I bad. T- I see him take two huge slugs out of it, and he just puts the cat back on like nothing happened. Like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't insult people who offer me whiskey. Or water. Maybe you're like Christ. Maybe you could turn water into whiskey. I don't know. Are we ready to play the First Ryan the game? Pizza contest Please. Are we going to take a break, or are we going to go straight? No, straight into it. I'm glad I made it for the game. I'm running a little late. <laughs> right, we are. Welcome to my world. We were all freaking out. The uh, interview was great, Tommy. Uh, great job, great job, all of you. John interviewed him with Dave, but yeah. yeah, no, you got you got him down here. I, Dave I actually, was in the bathroom when I said he was my favorite interviewer, and I love his questions. <laughs> he's a he's a I good guy. It, I, I thought am? it went well. Thanks, man. Yeah. he's a good Thank guy. You. Kevin's great. Yeah, you do. You always have great questions. Ryan's been working on a doozy. He's had two weeks off. Oh, man. The, I wish the, I had the piss bucket back. At the vacation yeah. house. Can we do that for John? Fire. John, go. What? Look away. Uh, all right. Explain the game. I'll be back in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sat down in a while. This has yeah. been like two months since I, I sat know. down. I'm the only one standing up now. I'm standing. I can't tell. <laughs> I'm very short. <laughs> but you, you guys kept making references about like. Squat going. Like all on the on the drive over here, I was listening, and uh, you guys kept talking about oh last week, last week. I'm like, there was no last week. No, we just consider whatever the last. Oh time yeah, whatever the last, last week. show yeah. was. Yeah. Last week. It's too much. Hard. It's too hard to explain. I did have to tell everyone. John is amazing. You would think he was born with a freaking rifle in his hand. I go up there to shoot these clay pigeons. I can't I even get close. He doesn't shoot a gun. He's never been trained. He's like a huntsman, and he's like pachoom, pachoom, pachoom. He gets, he's beating hunters. He's beating guys with cowboy hats. They're cursing at him. Real guns or like baby guns? Real guns. Yeah, it's, it's he's, like he's a real amazing. John Deere kind of crowd. And then, yeah. you know, I lost the first round, so I left, and I went over to the bow and arrow place, and there was nobody there, so I shot like 20 arrows in a row. And as soon as I get back to him, he's like, I won the whole thing. I said, good, come over here. Let me shoot you some arrows. We'll play for money. And I, See, I, he, could, he can't let me have five seconds of glory. He's got to be like, oh, it's all about me. I'm your biggest I'm fan. No, he, just, he just totally propped you. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> even even better than even better than that. What was the uh, the bow and arrow uh, no, tournament? Well, no, you're you're always worried that I'm I'm trying to take your thunder. You're a one upper. What happened Wednesday night? What show? You were, you did a great job calling in Conan. I'm just making a few comments. Next thing I know, John is paranoid because you're off topic. What is he going to do? Off topic. Is he going to is he going to call in? Is he going to? I'm eating cookies. I'm watching Survivor. I'm waiting to hear you on the radio. I'm just trying to make some friendly banter. You don't have to be worried. Because I was going to call into Conan's show. I was asked to as a guest. And then all of a sudden, he's like, what's the number? Before I can get home. And I'm like, he's doing it again. I did not say what's the number. I said the phone wasn't working. I misunderstood. Let's play the Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. I'm I'm your biggest supporter. Thank you, Mario. Jock supporter. Kicked your ass and everyone else's ass at shotgun shooting. I'm the best. I challenged you in archery. I'm the archer. You're the rifleman. 
Let's, I uh, this weekend, if you, whenever you're ready for round two, uh, let me know. I will. Mario I'm screams. Ready. I missed one out says, of. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I hit five out of five. Then I, uh, you need three out of five. Then I, you need four out of five. I hit four out of five. I missed the last one. I haven't, so. missed, I haven't missed a pigeon in about uh, probably ten years. Really? Yeah. I'd like to see this. Get some kids and come so up. So then with it was down day. to three guys, and we all hit five out of five. And I'm like, fuck. So these two guys are like crack shots. I said, no way, I'm gonna win. They both hit four out of five, and I went up there, and the guy's handing me the shotgun's like, well, this is your chance. You're not going to get this chance again. And I nailed them all. <laughs> nailed them all and put it away. Put it away. Amazed. Fuck you. How does he do it? How do you do it? Where'd you learn to shoot? I don't know. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just good at it. Brain I'm power. good at things. And Mario Jay- can't look through his eye. Like, he closed the wrong oh, eye, right. so he, he has the fucking, he has his scarf over his, the eye to, to force the other one open. <laughs> like the character from Star Wars? What's it's it? a nightmare. The girls shot better than him. Girls division. I can shoot an arrow. I hit that T Rex. How was right it? I feel, I feel like Erica would be a pretty good shot. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to go with me. Not even Ryan. You could shoot, right, Dave? You said you, you could. I beat shot him? competitively for most of uh, really? my teen years. Yeah. Are wow. you ready for, to play some softball or what? We're uh, next Saturday, 9 a.m. I don't know. Like, Brendan Burt's stringing me along because uh, he keeps telling me that I'm going to join this baseball league. And then he like he's like, oh, I'll call you tomorrow. And then he doesn't call Actually, me. Actually, I do. And, have- then, and, like, he's like, and then he's like, oh, there's issues. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, everything's crazy. I'll call, I'll call- <laughs> Millhouse. <laughs> I'll, ca- I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend who called me who has a baseball league Saturdays <laughs> under the lights in Long Island. Uh-huh. And he said he wanted some people who were interested. There's one drawback. It's a Korean league. Why, why is that a drawback? Because so I'm bigger than everyone else? Like Let's do giant. it. <laughs> you'd be like the guys who go to Japan to play baseball. I would like love that. Tom Selleck, Mr. Baseball. No, really, if you want to play ball, you let me know. And, Mario's and the most liberal guy I know. Softball, you he let me know. He makes a racist I'm, comment. I'm pretty down for anything. I mean, you play you play slow pitch, right? No, no, it's modified fast pitch. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you can't, you can't bring the, the ball above the plane of your shoulder. Is that correct? From when you wind up. That's right. You can't yeah, do a full circle, circle thing. It's yeah, not yeah. like the girls who uh, win. You got to start from back here. You can't go up you here. You can't pass the, uh, your shoulder. It makes a difference. I think you'd be great, Dave. I, I mean, uh, Saturday morning, next Saturday, 9 a.m., we're having the workout. Everyone's very interested in that. <laughs> I hope you guys work out. I want to see out. Dave on the squared diamond, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> the squared circle. Wasn't that the box? The circle that's the, gets the, 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 the circle yeah, does that's get the boxer. square. <laughs> Let's get on with the game. That's correct. <laughs> Give that man All a right. point. I heard Shitfinger's got a game for us. We'll let Mario start. Mario, we're going to play 20 seconds where you have to uh, name as many examples within the category as you can. We've played this before, and you probably don't remember. Just ask him if he remember. understands the rules first. 20 seconds to name as many things as this I can. This is what we That's have all the there is to it. That's it. By the way, Mario, out. when he w- we, we had a wiffle ball competition, quickly he... Uh, was the pitcher. So he's pitching to all these kids, and he's pitching for like a half an hour. Just like, you know, you lob these wiffle balls at the kids, and it's like a home run contest. So uh, <laughs> he gets hot, and he takes off his his sweatshirt, My and underneath shirt. he's wearing a T-shirt that has the sickles and hammers and says, <laughs> like, God bless communism. No, it says sun, sea, and socialism. Social- <laughs> and he's he has his T-shirt, and we're in Pennsylvania, like rural <laughs> Pennsylvania, and everyone's just like, no, everyone's afraid. I'm like, we're gonna die. We're gonna get killed. He's what like, time mean? to show them the real me. Uh, local local news is gonna show up. What the hell? I mean, the whole trip is a, a is an experiment in socialism. We live in a house. We share communal bathrooms. We schwitz together. We feed our children. We we trade our wives. It's amazing. What? What? Oh, I remember that part? Well, because you were sleeping. <laughs> so was your wife. 
Nobody could sleep in that, that house. You were screaming the entire time. <laughs> oh, God. My kids were complaining about I how much you scream screaming. everything you say. You scream everything you I say. I started drinking. I had a... We know. You have I to pace yourself. Mimosa and I had a vodka mimosa and a Irish whiskey coffee at 8 a.m. Then he goes we're to the steam room. Like I go to the steam room. a board room. game, and, and I have a headache because he won't stop like uh, just bulldozing over everything. That's not true. Mario <laughs> and you are good partners. They're going to give us... Right. We're going to make partners next year. Mario, are you ever worried that your son's going to grow up with just memories of a drunken absentee father? <laughs> no, Mario's son Come doesn't on. pay attention. Mario's my, undoing all the proper parenting in his house. My, my son is a... Um, an enigma to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we isolate that? There's no racism on the show, by the way. <laughs> Don't say the E word. <laughs> All right, so what's my category? All right. Let's go. Mario, Let's play a real game here. In 20 seconds or less, name as many famous sidekicks as you can. Go. Uh, Costello. Uh, uh, God, who's a sidekick? Uh, Ethel, 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 Lucy and Ethel. Uh, you've got uh, um, Ralph Cranham, you got Norton, and you've got uh, Minute Mouse. you got Courageous <laughs> Kind of Minute Mouse. You've got, um, um, I guess, then time it's Donald up. Duck, Daffy Duck. Time, time is up. No, mm-hmm. it's it. Mm-hmm. Good anyway. But yes, you got four. You got four loose ones. But, four sounds uh, fine. Did you, were you looking for like talk show sidekicks or Mr. superhero uh, No, sidekick? I was actually looking for like uh, Hanna-Barbera sidekicks. Yeah. Oh, I was like, uh, like, 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 like Robin. Robin. That's that, what I was, yeah, 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 yeah. You forgot like T-Mobile, that. too. Yeah, yeah, T-Mobile, I I, actually, it was one of mine. Yeah. I could have went some with the racist, all the... Uh, some of the racist sidekicks from Hanna-Barbera. I like the karate movie sidekicks. Yeah. yeah. Chuck little, Norris. Little, little Jonathan Brandis. Doing karate. <laughs> That's what I'm into. It's right. a plot of True Detective. Do your kids ever take karate? No. Mine do right now. No. Yeah. I was never allowed my mom thought it was too violent. But... All right, my let's... kids do yoga with Brian Gallagher in a story. <laughs> <laughs> Hot yoga. <laughs> So, uh, Tommy, in 20 seconds, Here we go. name as many live from the barrage in-studio guests as you can. Oh, I'm Ooh, new here. In-studio. Uh, the guys from Thrillist. Um, that only counts as one. Um, uh, Woody. Um, Come on, Tommy. You can do it. I'm new here. Uh, Way to listen to the show. All right, Never. you got two right, Tommy. Yeah, I'm in the lead. Some of the uh, some other answers would have been Sebado and uh, Tommy Rockstar would have counted because you were. Uh, yeah, nice duh, what an idiot. <laughs> and then when uh, Mike Hadu made his triumphant return, yeah, right, that, that would have counted. Triumphant. <laughs> I'm a failure. Is Mike is Mike Hadu upset that you've taken over the producer role? We can't talk about that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Tommy and, and Hairdo are talking uh, separately and leaving me out of it, which is fine by me. I don't want to know anything. Yeah, I all talk right. to Hairdo all the time. He wants everyone to know he's doing fine. That's right. the same vibe here. I saw him today. Did you? Yeah. Hung Why? Would you go over there and play Xbox or something? <laughs> I, I have, I've never played Xbox <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I just <laughs> are you I'm going with Final Fantasies? I'm not allowed to play Xbox. <laughs> Mario, Since I just I, got married. I just want to clarify I'm not here to replace Hairdo in any way. I just uh add on dude. Of course not. That's right. Would be here with or without him or whatever, you know. So with or without you. All right, I Dave. Think he's, a, he's a great guy. Let's go to you now. Hi, Let's uh, uh <laughs> twenty seconds. Name as many religious observances as you can. Go. Oh, man. Black Friday, Ash Wednesday, uh, uh, Ramadan, uh, uh, Christmas, Easter, Passover, uh, 
Purim. This is bullshit. Uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, uh, fuck. It. 20 seconds is up. Amazing. You Throw him a right. bone, why don't you? What the hell? Why don't we switch those questions? Why didn't he get that? And I... Yeah, how about name letters of the alphabet? <laughs> uh, you would get three, Mario. F U C K Y O U. Is it Kojak? R A M O N E S. O R I A. Did David give you a CD yet? No, it's never going to happen. You should give him a case and it has like 500 free hours of America Online. Yeah, yeah. I I I took that mess around off my playlist. Oh. <laughs> well, we weren't on your playlist. What a you never see it. He's got to go on his Walkman. I have my own podcast. If you don't know. All right, John. In yes. twenty seconds. Oh boy. Okay. Without naming multiple characters from the same show, name as many TV characters as you can. I don't understand. You can't. You can't say. Uh, you can't repeat. You can't, you can't say name everyone Cliff Huxtable, from one. You can't Theo Huxtable. You can't just keep running. Okay, down the line right, right, the right. Same show. Oh, this is easy. You have to. It's got to be a different show every time. Go, go. Okay, ready, go. Archie Bunker, um, George Jefferson, um, Flo, <laughs> Vic, uh, uh, Fred Flintstone, um, Norton. <laughs> John Cusack. <laughs> character. Kojak. That's it. You got six. <laughs> yeah. Is it Kojak? John Cusack and Kojak. <laughs> Flim Flam Flintstone. <laughs> John Cusack. John Sir. Kojak. Hey, are you interested in game shows or not? <laughs> Damn it. I'm really dumb. <laughs> hey, I got two. <laughs> All right, Mario, going back to you. Fundable. Ready. Mario. Dying of a day. Yes. In 20 seconds, name as many non-acting categories in the Academy Awards as you can. Go. Best sound. Best yes. picture. Be- um, best picture doesn't count. What? Best- yeah. oh, oh. No, it does. Uh, documentary. What's the question? Go. You're, go- you're right. You're What's on the, the right question? track. Say Academy Award categories, non-acting. Go. Um... Editing, uh, popcorn making. Time's up. <laughs> and that last one wasn't funny. <laughs> four. You got four on that. Four is good. Mario's steady at four and four. You missed visual effects and uh, short animated. And a million other ones they never tell about. Key grip. Best boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know any best boys like in real life? And you guys yeah. over at Soundwater. Best boy calling in next week. You ran into him in the bar in Greenpoint. <laughs> And Gaffer. Best boy. What do you call me? Gaffer's not an award. No, it's not. You liar. No. A All bunch right. of Gaffer's best boys and key grips sitting in the audience like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I rented a tux for this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's holding a boom mic. He's like, motherfucker. Right, he's got cable on his <laughs> shoulder. Like, These like, bitches have me working. I like the pizza delivery man. It's like Homer Simpson at the Grammys. Best craft walk- service table goes to Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> he gives his speech on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> What's up with the pizza and now, man? Matthew McConaughey's. <laughs> hey, right, thanks right, for right. giving me the Academy Award. My yeah. hero is me. Thank God. And my hero is me 10 years from now, and I'm totally miscombrued. Special- I, ho- I hope he gains back that AIDS weight. <laughs> <laughs> Special shout out to Texas. Time is a flat circle. I think he's from Oklahoma. He's like the, um, people don't know this. Explains he's it. like the, the, uh, the southern Brendan Burt. <laughs> fucking times a fucking flat fucking circle. <laughs> Want to play baseball, my team, Dave? Fucking. 
You're gonna have to realize that we're all. That's a great analogy, by the way. I gotta ask a question: Is is Brendan not his real name? Brendan is his real name. Yeah. Okay. Unlike Hugo, what do you mean? No, I could have sworn when he left me a message, he said it's Chris. <laughs> Whoa. His, he has a brother named Chris. Did his brother call you? No. No. <laughs> you call his phone, it's annoying. Yeah, this is Brenton Byrne. I'm just saying. But I mean, he kind of mumbles, so I wasn't sure what he was saying. So Loren- yeah, Lorenzo he and Hugo blew my mind when I figured out those. He's getting those into really. character for his next movie. That's yeah. why. I always He's thought, Chris. when I Cheers first met Brendan, I always thought his name was Ryan. <laughs> you think everyone's name is the wrong name, and you're a school teacher. It's, it's hard. No. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Tommy, uh, <laughs> I think Reggie Ledoux is fucking. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the other fucking king. I have coffee every day at twelve o'clock. You don't get to fucking interrupt that. <laughs> <laughs> he's great on that show, Brandon Burt. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. That's the second season. Bert, this is a joke that Bert, nobody, Bert except the people here, know. Like, if you don't know Brandon Burt, that's, that's what this funny. whole show is about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have 11 viewers. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, Tommy, in uh, 20 seconds, name as many car companies that don't exist anymore as you can. Go. Datsun. Ding. Um, Ding. Citroen. What? Citroen. 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 That's a boot, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's a real car, but they probably still exist. Um, AMC. Wrong trial, AMC. Bro. Correct. Uh, the Gremlin. Makers of the Gremlin. Yep. Uh, that's it, dude. I got two. You got three seconds. Three seconds. No, and touch You missed uh, DeLorean and the Brubaker. Does the Saturn exist anymore? <laughs> the Brubaker. Oh, Saturn. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good answer, Mario. Saturn. The Saturn doesn't and exist Edsel. Anymore. They don't? Saturn was uh, uh, gobbled up by some other GMC, car company? GMC, I think. Yeah. Or Toyota. Hummer. Hummer's oh, not around anymore. Really? 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 I they just got one. They don't make Hummers anymore. It's on a Cadillac I just got one. I, I, oh, like a blowjob. I get it. That's funny because it means two things. No, it's not like a blowjob. <laughs> I bought a Hummer, a real vehicle. Did you? get six miles per gallon. What is he talking about? He's trying to Are you doing shtick again? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I seen you. You drive a Subarus. I love the Subarus. The Subs. You stop any policeman on the street, he respects you when you drive the <laughs> Yeah, Subaru. I'm sure. You stop Mario stops policemen on the street, not the other way around. All right. What's next? Tommy Rockstar? No, I just no. went. Uh, Dave Harrison? Dave, Dave's up. Uh, Dave, in 20 seconds, uh, name as many competitive sports as you can with no balls. Go. <laughs> right. Hockey. Uh, golf. Uh, no, no, those are that, balls. Rugby. Uh, that's a ball. Uh, uh, swimming. Uh, uh, skydiving. Snowboarding. Snowboarding. Skiing. Yep. Uh, Two seconds. Slip and slip and slide. Isolate that. <laughs> <laughs> slip and slide. The competitive sport of slip and slide. Ultimate frisbee. <laughs> Curling. <laughs> uh, we, we're not giving him skydiving, right? It's not a competitive sport. It's, it's, it's a totally competitive sport. Where? By who? In yeah, what? the skydiving no, champion. If you don't that. die, you win? Exactly. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> What's that one? Hey, with I'll the, race you. With the it's, sweeping the ice. You could have said that one. We said, he just said Curling, that. Yeah, I, said no, that. I actually <laughs> meant hang gliding, but I said skydiving, but I still think I should get credit totally for Totally out for that. Yeah, you got five. Nice. Boxing. In boxing. What do you know about boxing? This is Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to give you a Charlie horse. That's what that show is. He's like punching people in the shoulder. He's a total chooch. <laughs> just and, and playing golf. Just so are we adding guy. up our totals round by Purple round? Purple narple. I'm, I'm actually just going for whoever gets the biggest round. So, and Come so far, on. So I have eight so far. I know what I got. You got to tell you. Got eight. You got 14, Dave. Dave's in the lead. Tommy, you got uh, six? Four. Oh, you got four? Two and two in each category. 
And John, John's got six. Keep your own score. He's only gone once. He's got six. All right. I'm ready to go. All right. I'm ready to Eight to tie, nine, more to, than nine six. to take the lead. In 20 seconds, John, name as many famous cows as you can. Elsie. <laughs> um, super cow. Fantastic cow. <laughs> what? Okay. Awesome cow. Can I have another cow? question, please? <laughs> Cosmic cow? I just gave you one. Why are you guys saying the answers? You said fantastic cow. <laughs> well, if you say the answers during my time, you're taking away my question, my answers. The cows from Hotshot. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> you're getting credit for all these. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it to him. All right, time's up. You had a great round, John. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you knew no that, cows. That was a bunk-ass question. I got to agree. Count Chocula. Cow from Elmer's Glue. <laughs> he's, he's mad. One fucking cow, I know. One. None of us know any other cow. None of us know it. It was that. a cow uh, before a cosmic Mickey Mouse. Cow. They took that away from not me. That, not that? that I would ever say this, nor do I agree with it, but we would have also accepted my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Ryan's like staple answers. What Carabelle. Answer? Uh, cow and chicken. And uh, What about the Disney cow? C- Clarabelle. Uh, Ferdinand. That's a bull. No, no, the cow. There's a big goofy cow. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarabelle. You're right. Clarabelle. I can't say it. You, I think you said it. You said it all. I got one cow. No, I no. like Mario. You got two cows. Elmer's glue cow. <laughs> yeah, what's his I name? I would accept that. I give you six. <laughs> Elmer the cow. His name is Mud. Yeah. All right, Mario. Uh, in 20 seconds, name as many fictional police officers as you can. Bad Go. cow. I would kick ass at o- this. Officer, Officer Grump, Grumsky. Nope. Uh, Try again. Grumsky. Uh, there's a cop in... Uh, name any person's name without screwing it up. M- and you get a thousand points. Murphy. Officer Murphy. From That's actually Robert correct. <laughs> wow. Damn it. Damn it, you and your questions. Wow. I would have killed this. I would have killed cows. All right, your time's up. You got one. Oh, I got my time. We should have a cap. Omar slash Chalky White is in the robot. I mean, you got a right answer. We should have a cap and trade where we can trade uh, our yeah, topics. Yeah, that, that bell's been happening every time somebody's uh, gotten a right answer. Damn but it. Usually talking, I think, when that happens. How about TJ Hookers? TJ Hookers, the coach. Mannix, Colombo. Ryan, can we pass the category if we want? How can you not come no, up with you have to, you have any to comps? With it. What's the guy right. from uh, West Side Story? Officer Krumpke. What about, you about said, no, it's Krumpke. Mahoney. Yeah, Mahoney. Hey, Officer Krumpke. Yeah, you could have just gone. Krumpke. You could have just named every character from Police Academy in one <laughs> Totally. Night. Tackleberry. Officer Bar Brady. <laughs> Grumpke. Lassard. <laughs> I don't make it a habit. Officer. Lieutenant Harris. I don't make it a habit to remember cops' names. Shtick. <laughs> Stick alert. Stick alert. Yeah, okay. And your wife's a cow. <laughs> Stick alert. All right, Tommy, uh, in 20 seconds, name as many sports teams as you can that start with the letter J. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can see my face. Come on, Tommy. The Jadrules. The Jayhawks. The Connecticut Jadrules. That's correct. The Gerrymanders. <laughs> uh, That's a G. <laughs> and not correct. The Johnsonville Hoosiers. Time is up. J- I have nothing. You got one. They could have said the Jets. The Jets. The there Jaguars. I'm an idiot. All right, Tommy. Yeah, I have look a at qu- my hair for a second. I have a, Winnipeg so I Jets. Like, I have a side question for you. Yeah. You're a big Yankee fan, right? Oh, I'm going to get grilled right Name here. seven Yankees. Name five Yankees that are on the team right now. Derek Jeter. Okay. Jorge Posada. 
<laughs> retired. <laughs> retired. Uh, Curtis Granderson. Met. Uh, Robbie Cano. Mariner. <laughs> Greg Nettles. <laughs> Gas station. Super Bowls. <laughs> and Don Medley. CC Sabathia. Fat. Um, Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge Rodriguez. Ranger slash retired. <laughs> Wait, all right, so you're done. You you are a huge Yankee fan. You no, 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 no. I never said you I can was only huge. name Derek Jeter and CC Sabathia. Yeah. Wow. I pieced wow. out. I pieced out of baseball. To be honest. Wow. wow. Peace out. Ask me tomorrow after I look it up. <laughs> no, that's the fun of it. <laughs> I had that written down for weeks. House, ask, ask Tommy to name five. House, House Steinbrenner. Nobody in the front office doesn't got players. Brian Cashman. All right, Dave. Uh, in 20 seconds, name as many. What was the category again? I forgot. Ron Guidry. Name as many songs as you can Current. that feature a number in the title. Go. Uh, one is the loneliest number. Uh, <laughs> it takes two. Uh, three to tango. It's going uh, in order. Uh, uh, forty days. Wow. Um, f- uh, that was thirty days. Question mark. Do a five. Oh, there's thirty one. days and there's forty days. Actually, forty one. days, forty nights, thirty days. Do a five. Um, uh, uh, love potion number nine. Uh, Your time is up. Uh, I like it. Ninety-six tears. You went in order: one, two, three, forty. It's pretty amazing. I like it. Ball game over. Yankees. John win. Sterling, Susan Waldman, <laughs> Michael K. Everybody, everybody, everybody. All right. Our last question of the evening is to John. John and. Got to get 10 to win. I feel like we did that Dave question before. Without mentioning lights. I think so. Without mentioning lights, name as many cigarette brands as you can. Ah, oh, he's going to win this. Marlboro, <laughs> Bucks, uh, uh, Winston, Winstron. Uh, uh, Virginia Slims, <laughs> Camel, uh, fucking. Don't forget where the English Shut up. meet. English body of Shut government. Shut your Italian mouth. I'm gonna slap you, silly. Ah, oh, you should have answered the question now. I can't think of one more cigarette. Um, uh, fucking up. what's the Eve? Eve. Summer's Eve. <laughs> Eve. You forgot, uh, as Mario was trying to say, parlaments and cools. Uh, Ben's drawn in hedges. Where all the English meet. Who'll be putting them cools out of my phone? Viceroy. <laughs> uh, Viceroy <Boy>. Kent. Uh, <laughs> GPC approved. Man, I thought you would have nailed <laughs> that spirits. one, John. What yeah, well, happened? I don't know. Some fucking Gindaloon talked through my whole set. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Gindaloon. <laughs> I'm only trying to help you. Hey, you I'm your biggest fan. I'm well, only trying to help. Congratulations <laughs> to Dave, winner of the Ryan game oh, this week. Oh, I'm the best around. John, you're right. That 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 song, uh, that song category was in the game last time, and Dave had it as well. No, what Italian? No, because I remember saying Love Potion number nine. Dave, you're the best around. Congratulations. Around. Are we drinking? Let's all drink a little whiskey. Did you bring any whiskey, Mario? Or you're drinking mine again. I have a whiskey, but it tastes like water. It's right here in my flask. Is it Kojak? <laughs> what you do? You, you got the short end of the deal. You had to fill up my whole flask, didn't you? Yeah, well, the problem Thanks, was John. I screwed myself because I had to go back to the car and fill it with real I wanted whiskey. to ask you, uh, John, it came up uh, with the uh, sports ball thingies that... 
I, I can't Fucking believe I said. Ball. Fuck, oh! yeah. uh, is the GM of the Rangers actually a guy that you worked with? I can't. I can't get confirmation, but I'm. Uh, everything adds up. It so sounds, his name seems John, like you're pretty. His name's John Daniels. I know that the kid I work with, and we got along good. He, he was, was he a lot younger than you? Because this guy's a good ten years younger than you. No, uh, no, he's not. He's not ten years younger. He's like he's like twenty eight. He 29. was like no. Yeah, no, the guy, the guy from the Rangers, mm. when he, maybe when he was hired, is twenty eight. He might be thirty now. Chuck Knobloch, right? Damn <laughs> justice. He, he was much younger than me. His name was John. He spells it the same way. He had the same rosy cheeks. He's from Bayside. His parents live in Bay Terrace. We worked at the Bay Terrace Barnes and Noble. I'm thinking uh, it's him, Luis Polonia. I can't find anything. I tried to tweet him, and he's got no Twitter. <laughs> Jimmy Boy <laughs> Campanella. Did you me? work at? Did you work at the Bay Terrace Barnes and Noble in the Starbucks? Phil Coke. God, they were. I gotta tell you, good times. Good Jimmy time. Keys. We never I talked about that. I I, I got at, fired. I worked at the Barnes and Noble. Yes, did you? Yeah, we yeah, we did talk. I worked at the uh, at the uh, at the Fresh Meadows one, and I worked at the uh, Lake Success store. Ah, uh, very. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> what did, did you get fired for? That was the one and only time I smoked dust. Was uh, there was a guy? <laughs> there was a guy I was who not I, worked, <laughs> I worked with who uh, was like a big Pixies guy, and he was like this crust punk dude. And he had like this weird girlfriend. And we smoked dust, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's it. This is this is a horrible drug. I'll never do this again. I got fired for coming in late every day. I got fired for that too once. And uh, but before that, I was the employee of the month the month before, which like really stung. Oh. <laughs> you get a twenty five dollar gift card right. for that. Yeah, sabotage. Something. Yeah, I made I, me employee of the month. I'll show them. Yeah, I, I, I did, used uh, to do whippets <laughs> behind the thing, which just sucked up. I got in trouble for making my own drinks out of the different Starbucks <laughs> yeah. drinks. Like I would like come up with my own creations. <laughs> I uh, I was the first one to make a eggnog frappuccino, which was absolutely delicious. And uh, now it's a bestseller, isn't it? Well, now they make it. They do actually sell it now, but they did not sell it at the well, time. What would you do? Dovey's you like- saying we've talked about this a bunch. Everyone drink, so here we go. All right. Yeah. Oh, I almost dropped it. Listen, I came in here stone Repeat cold sober. Topic. By the second twenty, we never talked I'm about Barnes and Noble. What happened? I heard the Jesus lizard is appearing. I just want to drink. I don't know Barnes and Noble next week in the city. Well, Dave, David Yao wrote, uh, wrote a book yeah. about uh, cats and uh, cat puns. Yeah. Cat puns. I um, I wor- worked at the Lord and Taylor's. That was interesting. The clothing, the high-end clothing store. Yes, I did on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Oh, the bottle's going to Mario. It already oh, went I'm to sorry. three people. Oh, no, 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 God. to Mario. You're we're gonna, gonna we're gonna achieve whiskey well, plex. I, yeah. <laughs> I drink from the bottle. I got fired from uh, Baskin Robbins once for being late. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're down to thirty flavors. What happened with Tommy? Yeah. He's, got and, the, he's got the strawberry in his pocket. Eating the profits. Well, one time me and Paulie Latex used to work at a place called Yogurt and Such, and they used I remember to, Yogurt. Remember and Yogurt? Such? And such? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, that's totally Nassau County's. Yeah. We were like 16, and they had like a walk-in freezer, and they would sell like normal food. So we'd go back there and stuff our faces with like shredded cheese and shit all the time. And they'd walked in on us, and their faces were full of like shredded mozzarella. Like, You're fired. <laughs> for uh, I had a uh, I had to go for a client to the uh, to the international restaurant and food service show at Javits uh, last. I probably week. I probably took your ticket when I worked there when I was 19. <laughs> I remember. Well, oh, I had to go this year. And uh, and uh, I probably took your ticket <laughs> while I was masturbating to True Detective <laughs> and smoking cigarettes in my overnight shift. Um, but uh, I met through through. I'm the, the Yellow King. <laughs> I'm the Yellow King. Oh! I met. Uh, this is this is something only Long Island people would understand. I met the owners of the Sunrise and Broadway Diners. 
and it was like the, I met rock stars. I was like starstruck. I'm like, you own you own the Sunrise Diner in Hicksville? <laughs> like, really? Tell me about this. Awesome. And I got really excited. And uh, he he was like an old Greek guy. He didn't give a fuck. Like, didn't care at all. Not Did not want to talk to. I was like, oh, I love your diner. He's like, yeah, people love my diner. <laughs> you know where we went last night, which is really good. Colette and the kids and I went to a, a place in Mineola called Biscuits and Barbecue. It's like in a little Mineola's. trailer. Oh, in the, like an industrial spot in, in Minneapolis. I envy it's you. How do you great. get your family to eat that stuff? There. What do you mean? My family will not eat anything that's flavorful. I mean, I have to go to... <laughs> what? <laughs> well, well, I've seen your family eat. They eat everything. No, no. They don't eat barbecue. They don't eat pulled pork. They don't, uh, Nothing off the bone. Your it's son crazy. is a food vacuum. He's, <laughs> he's Me and a, him can take it to... By the way, this off the bone bullshit. I don't, know, I don't know why people do this. It's <laughs> what? what? What is the... It reminds them of the... Uh, well, too bad. The slaughter. What the fuck you think you're eating? <laughs> Stop it. I don't eat anything off the bone. You know what? I have it. Crazy. You, you, we could eat, eat you first. Sharon made a nice pork the other night, right, Ryan? Yeah. I'm like to my <laughs> wife, why can't you make a nice pork? It's a radio show still. <laughs> Sharon made a nice pork. Is that what we're on? <laughs> is Sharon his wife? No. Who? I, I cook for you. I your don't f- know who she is. She's <laughs> somebody's <laughs> wife. <laughs> she made a good pork. That's Big all I'm trouble, saying. Big troublemaker. <laughs> Frank doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, uh, we're safe. She made a nice pork. Why'd you make a nice pork? <laughs> Don't slice <laughs> the onions, Tuta. How many onions? Uh, three small I, onions. Disgraziano de porco. I have to cook. By the way, how was my chicken, boneless chicken cacciatore? Because I couldn't put it on the bone. I can't stop thinking about how you didn't wash your hands when you were chopping it up and pa- preparing <laughs> it. I can't enjoy the meal. I, I really can't. Man, sorry, you should dude. see me the night before prepping. You guys, I know. You're probably least, out in the garage. At least in the house, I, I, I give the appearance of cleanliness. Talk about a guy who masturbates at work. I can't. I can't. And then, first of all, when I'm there and, and we're all hanging out in the house and it's drinking time, I don't want to have a big meal because then I'm going to sack out. I get, I get like worn down. I Way think, down. I think the mozzarella and tomato really. Uh, yes. Do you ma- do I would. I would eat the mozzarella and tomato things on a plate all day. That's why I got fired. Mario, do you do you masturbate at work? Uh, say no, no that's say a no. tough one. Come no. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Ryan's pulling no punches. I just say I don't masturbate. I don't masturbatory. <laughs> I don't masturbate for sexual reasons. <laughs> I will I say, masturbate for release. For it's like I got a headache. I, I just got to masturbate. I don't masturbate for sexual reasons. I delivered pizzas for six years, and yes, I delivered in the pizza truck on delivery. Now that's the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like I you drove know, by nice your house last it's night. It's like doing the w- can of whipped cream. You know, you just got to do it. <laughs> Sometimes it just hits you. Oh my god! I'm tense. I'm very tense. How many? How many years till you retire and you get your pension? Like two. Don't you're, lose, don't lose that pension. You're like, Mario. you're like. Uh, Listen, having said that, I would not. Uh, I only got no, two I days to retire. Not soil my workplace. I wait till I get home. I go to my masturbatorium. I ask my wife to not bother me. I take. A, <laughs> I take. The, why don't you uh, have sex with her? Yeah, why don't you ask her to help people? you? You can't have sex. There's children running around. There's all sorts of banter. <laughs> well, if you could lock the door and, and masturbate, you probably could lock the door and have sex. I have to do it out of my How loud garage. do you think Mario is during sex? <laughs> He's I probably to... screaming the whole time. I think he just cries. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. I was damn good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I Next was the best. That's right. We're going to have a woman. I was trained on pornography from the age of 12. <laughs> We're going to have a woman that Mario had sex with alive in the Not studio. True. That's awesome. never happened. Is and, that correct? That's she, right. Yes. Ma- Ryan, tell us about this guest. Uh, you wait, wait Mario's sister's She may not come. Tommy, that's low. That's low, Tommy. Schooled by Tommy Rockstar. Oh. Shit. Yowza. I had to. 
<laughs> Jesus I've Christ. only gone as far as cousin. I will not stick to sister. <laughs> He's Italian, not an animal. I right? never had I never had sex with Stephanie. And I and this is not like the lady who came to open school night the other night. I do recall maybe having sex with her. Stephanie was just we were young. Wait, she, so a parent from parent teacher conference came in, you had sex with her, and you were like, I remember. No, well, she says uh, she knew me and I said I couldn't replace her and she said when the hints came together, Astoria, I was a nurse. I knew your friend Phil. Seems like we dated. I didn't just have sex. I guess we dated. <laughs> so, but it really, I didn't remember her. Uh, maybe she's changed. But then when I thought back, <laughs> maybe about you were it, on PCP that night. I thought back to her and like we used to have sex. Give my son an A. I want to go through a Mario dream sequence. Son's right a very good. I just I'm picturing this woman looking like the mother from The Exorcist, like the uh, the the priest's mother. <laughs> the he, o- he was also <laughs> a, he was the, also the teacher Listen. of Edgardo Alfonso's son. <laughs> she said, and he Fonzie's son. Oh 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 oh, 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 oh wait wait. Alfonso Soriano. The wrong. No, he's <laughs> a cub. Totally no, wrong. he's he's on the uh, Yankees this year. Is he? He's back. He's, he's back. back yeah. Actually, yeah, the game is over. You lose. <laughs> You're not a Yankee fan. You don't know. Like, don't post anything about baseball ever again on I, Facebook. I haven't in ages. Well, we'll see. The season's coming up. Uh, when they're so in anyhow, the, he will when they're in the World Series. What's uh, up with Stephanie? Greg Give Nettle. me the Stephanie story. <laughs> then hey, I got uh, Ryan. vintage points for that. Ryan, what is the Stephanie story? She may not come down. She may do a call. Oh, I, uh, she worked at uh, the company I worked at, Sound One, and then through the magic of Facebook, you start to realize that you have friends in common with people that have no uh, correlation whatsoever. Who are Republicans. Six degrees of separation. Yeah, so no, it turns out that it's a childhood friend of his. So That's right, we used to hang out at the schoolyard. She admired me because I had eyeliner and a uh, armless, legless Barbie doll hanging from my leather jacket. And everybody else was punk like, rock. Everybody Bro. else was just like flannel shirts and uh, really, you were one of those roll. guys who like hung the dolls on you. I used to have a doll that hung from my jacket. I used to have <laughs> a pet rat named Sam <laughs> that lived I on my that. shoulder. Did you have a lizard. The lizard. That's what worried me about <laughs> the parent because that's what the kid said. My mother says you lived on Elliott Avenue and you had a lizard. Now anybody who knows I had a lizard, that could be bad news. She could know some very bad things because when the lizard times were around, it was it was bad. <laughs> The Lay off the booze, bro. <laughs> Tell me more yeah, about the 1950s. This, <laughs> no, the lizard the 70s and early 80s. Mario's the lizard king. <laughs> His name was Terra. He was a golden tegu. And he was perfect because, <laughs> you know, you ever have house guests? Isolate this. <laughs> you ever have house guests? They stick around too long. Anybody have that experience? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, think, yeah, we know, we know, we know. Can't come up with a good example. Terra, Terra was not, a not great a, deterrent. Not a house guest. My lizard. My Nothing, lizard was a great thing. coming to mind right now. All my animals are usually free range. The rat, nobody <laughs> had a cage. So the lizard had run of the house, and he li- he made his li- his home inside the sofa. Right. So when people would come to stay over the first night, this is the Finnegan's a, wake. They sleep of on the sofa. They they hear a few rustles. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's that's Terra. He lives in the couch. So all right, next night they stay over. And now Terra comes out. And hey, you want to have sex? I have animals night, living in my couch. The second have you night, seen he my feels rat? like because he likes to come out at night. Now the first night he didn't come out at all because somebody's sleeping on the couch. Second night he goes, ah, screw this, I'm coming out. <laughs> and so by that time, he comes out. He crawls. Can you isolate? On, screw this, I'm coming out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. He crawls on the guest's chest, and the guy wakes up, and there's this giant. I mean, it's six. It's like from head to tail, like about four and a half feet. Its body's about a foot and a half. And he has a long forked tongue, and he's sitting on his chest, and the guy just jumps and screams, and then I then he doesn't come back for the third night, and then that's how I got rid of all my house guests. I used to have a lot of visitors, so Terra 
<laughs> would keep you from staying more than two nights, which is more than I wanted to know you. Dave just shaking his head. <laughs> Radio gold. It <laughs> is. That's what happened with Terra, the lizard. I just got turned on to your yeah. groovy melodies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have that. That's it. Sorry about that. Right. So that was Stephanie. I'm looking forward to her calling. I did meet her in the city a few months ago. I actually went with my wife, and I don't think we ever did it. No. So. <laughs> okay. So you haven't done it with Stephanie. She'll be coming so. in. We have a bunch of guests coming in after the show. We're all going to sit down and figure out the schedule because it's, yeah. it's going to be crazy. And we'll try to get on the same page. Al Leiter. <laughs> he's, he's on the show? Retired. A long time. David Coltrane. Dave Rigetti. Dave Rigetti was my favorite. Uh, Don Mattingly, Dave Winfield. Hey, try the Dave Rigetti. It's really good. A little, little lemon sauce. I hope he came out with like a spaghetti <laughs> sauce line or something. Rigetti spaghetti. Yeah. There's no way there that he to did not come out with Rigetti exactly. spaghetti. It's, it's, you know, it's a done Just, deal. Can you please Google Rigetti yeah, spaghetti? Please Google that right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a commercial and everything. Here's my Rigetti's pasta sauce. Wait, what? No. I bet there's a great hidden YouTube clip of like... <laughs> On a base in front of him. <laughs> hey, uh, John, I have all a question. Right. Will you please yes. Play how on that uh, podcast from San Francisco, how are they playing all that licensed music? Oh, because they... I don't know. They're a real radio station? <laughs> are they really? I, I, it's just a conglomerate no, of podcasts. I think the mo most of the songs Conan played were uh, local bands that we all know. And, uh, no, but by no, local, but I, mean I was listening to the show local. before that, and they were just playing straight out. Yeah, they have a first. music license, sure. Why, why don't we start a podcast cooperative? Well, if you give me like $600 a month, I'll buy a music license. If not, we got to no, fly no, by the seat of our pants. They have like a ongoing shows, a schedule. It's like a college radio show of podcasts. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, great. Let's do it. Send me an email. Let's do it. I'm going to get me one of those emails. <laughs> Todd Hundley. <laughs> Todd Hundley oh. met. Retired. Retired. For so long. Horrible. Are you serious or you're just breaking balls? Now? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we end the show? Yeah. 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 It's 11 yeah. on the dot. Dave, is there Play anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, mess around I playing anywhere? It's not so solidified not yet. Not yet. We're, get we're getting there, though. I'm not going. I'd... Uh... <laughs> That's a, that's too bad. That's you, unfortunate. I guess we're gonna we're probably not playing the same night as your favorite Clash tribute band. I think <laughs> they only play on Tuesdays. Yeah, and you know, Mario, I, I would love to have the guys in here to break balls and stuff, but I don't think my audience wants to hear the Clash tribute band talk about. I want to know how these guys started playing Clash music. You got people. Boy, I'm faux strummer. No, well, listen, <laughs> wait, can, can they come in and play behind us just the, really quietly? The drummer. Just, only the, the, we'll, we'll make them play. The drummer Five lives two blocks from here. The drummer lives friggin' two blocks from here. I know that's great, but like, what, where's the where's the angle of it being interesting? <laughs> He's in a cover band. I gotta know why. I barely tolerate Tommy Rockstar. I mean, I think their I think their motive is pure. I don't know. I I went to see, I've seen them a few times, and uh, I understand that. I uh, I don't see what the upside theater. is for for people may, tuning in to that. I may have been drinking the entire night, but I well, thought I thought Faux Strummer was kind of they funny, all have but. other bands. <laughs> <laughs> they all have other good. bands. Faux Strummer. You could talk to them about <laughs> their, nice. what they do besides being in a clash band because they have these jobs and <laughs> yeah, bands. I, I work at construction down in One Six Nine. There's and a few of them that have bands. I know. So does everybody. The, but the now guitar players from. England. You listen like to me, my friend. We're huge. Ben now. Edwards is a nice I don't have time to get some chooches from around the corner. I'm busy talking to a guy from Only driving and crying and the guy who killed a kid. The drummer's like 40 something. I, I think you Allegedly. probably knew him. Who if killed I mentioned the kid? His name. No, I don't know. I'm just making it But uh, the rest of them are in their 20s. They don't even, they weren't even alive. They just, I, they love the clash. It's amazing. Should we just fade the show out as a kid? Yeah, as a kid. It's the slowest fade. Tattooed bartender. Go on, Mario. Go on, Mario. Tattooed bartender. 
Hey, wait, I do have something to play for you guys. I, I should uh, play this on the outro, and uh, we'll we'll see you next week, I guess. Everybody's in. I'm, I'm yeah, good. in. I'm and uh, we'll yeah. talk to Greg from Angry yeah. Simones, correct? Yeah. Greg Turner. Oh, uh, send in great. your questions, actually. There'll be some fun uh, fun things to talk about. Dave, uh, I if you look up uh if you look up the Angry Samoans, there's a there's a, a single uh, blog interview that that Greg Turner did a while back where all of the other members of Angry Samoans fight with each other and with him, and it's the funniest thing. They they might be the most retarded band since uh, <laughs> since the since Ramones. Since Dave, I saw the Angry Samoans a few times. In fact, I think I might have even interviewed them back in the day. Are they still like playing? They're, They're still playing. Metal Mike and Bill, the drummer, are still playing. Interesting. But as Angry Samoans, but Greg Turner retired a while back, and Todd Homer doesn't play. The bass player doesn't Can play. Can I anymore. ask a question then? I mean, I have some. Uh, sure. I love that band. They were great. I used to play them all the time on the on the. Uh, the Pratt. At Pratt Radio Station. People uh, are early were clamoring for your own radio show. I think you should do that and leave us alone. I Spin do. Off. I do. I do have my own radio show. <laughs> Dovey said he would. Uh, he would never listen to us again if he had the Mario podcast. Two birds. Mario fits. One, ah, one cannoli. <laughs> Thanks, that's the name of the show. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Tommy Rockstar. Thanks, Pat, who is not here. And thank you, Mario. For Miss you, Pat. For uh, showing up. A Tune into my show. Thank you, Kevin, uh, from Driving and Crying. Great job. Great interview. And uh, thank you, Conan, for calling in. And thank you, Matt Gerwitz, for calling in. Thank you. Thank, thank you, everybody. Just thank everybody. Thank you thank all. You, John thank you, John And now, thank you, Tommy. And without further ado, uh, we will uh, listen to Mr. King announce wrestling moves and uh, call it a day. What thank about Tommy you. Rockstar News? I got it. We're going to get to that. It's an arm twist, <laughs> rope walk, chop, Jesse. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. List of aerial techniques. Holy shit. In arm twist, rope walk, chop. Sir, looks like we've got the diamond dust. A diving back elbow drop. Looks like a diving bulldog. A diving crossbody. Looks like a diving DDT. And there's the diving double axe handle. Diving elbow drop. Pointed elbow drop. And there's the diving fist drop. Looks like we've got a flying calf kick there. A flying clothesline. Flying neck breaker. Flying spinning heel kick. And the flying thrust kick. Looks like the Frankensteiner. There's the moonsault. <laughs> the shooting star. Looks like the Phoenix Splash. The sunset flip. And a springboard. <laughs> An arm twist, rope walk, chop. Looks like a bell clap. And there's the big splash. And the body avalanche. The crossbody. The stinger splash. Looks like a tilt-a-whirl crossbody, sir. And the vertical press. Elbow smash. That's a mounted elbow drop, sir. A short-arm elbow smash. 
That's called the face wash. A crooked arm lariat. A flying lariat. That's a lariat takedown. A leapfrog. <laughs> a leapfrog body guillotine. That's the heart punch. And a double slap. The cannonball. Here comes the discus. Ooh, the Asian mist. That's an eye poke. That's a fucking eye rake. Fucking fireball. The goddamn hangman. Ooh, reverse hangman. Take it eats. That's a hair pull and a low blow and a testicular claw hat trick. <laughs> okay, that's wrestling moves. Thank you. What is a vagina?